0: Don't fuck me like that, fuck me like this, yeah Ay, his prison is dead. hate me I broke his little heart, he'll cry baby If I ain't let him hit the pussy by now Then that nigga lame if he's still waiting I ain't even saved your number no, So no, I can't reply to no text. I'll make him cry about the pussy Probably why my shit's so wet
1: ah, That's Raoul's theme song for the the year He said he's not going to be the guy that doesn't go for what he wants anymore. So he's not going to be the guy that she doesn't have his number saved. That's what he told me.
2: Wait, say it again.
1: He said that he's not going to be the ducky anymore. Oh. And that song is like, I don't have your number saved. Like, who the fuck are you? You know, get the fuck out of my free text messages. She's using those free minutes up.
2: (laughs) So you you fall for the girls that, that put you in the friend zone.
1: I guess
3: so.
2: But doesn't Ducky come out on top in the end?
1: I don't know. Not with not with Clary does not. Um, Claire went to Blaine.
2: I thought that they did. I thought they ended. He up went. They again.
1: went to the prom together. But then he was like, oh, go with be with him. And then and she left and went with the Blaine guy. And then Ducky at the end, this girl was like looking at Ducky and he's like, me? And she's like, yeah, you kind of like 16 candles. Yeah, you type thing. Oh, yeah. And then uh, he ends up hanging out with her. But the girl that he ultimately loved, he did not get, which I kind of like because, you know, movies nowadays, it's like usually it's so fake where.
2: Yeah, it's the ending that everyone wants. yeah, Yeah.
1: You know, that's not real life. You know, obviously it's a movie. Obviously it's a movie so they want some fantasy with it, but you can't always go to a movie and you know how it's going to end. Like somebody set, sometimes set the
2: set the bar low.
1: Yeah, sometimes the people that you think are going to win need to die or need to lose. Like Ducky. AKA my real life Ducky right here.
3: Thank you. Thank you. Hello. Hello. Hello everybody.
1: I'm
2: glad that you explained why you chose the song. Yeah. I was not expecting that one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I saw that song on like TikTok or something. I was like, well, what the fuck is this? And then it was that th- Megan the Stallion.
2: Yeah, she's a bad bitch.
1: Yeah, she is. I saw her uh, like her Instagram yesterday for the first time. And she's pretty attractive.
3: hmm I thought you were gonna say you thought a butthole. No.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't turn it down. On I would television? hope not. Hey, on television.
2: Actually is that where you saw her video like well on youtube or something
1: no i saw it on her instagram because she was she was tagged in something
2: well raul she wouldn't be able to show her butthole on that
1: yeah true i didn't even think Speaking about of
2: that. buttholes um there's something that you brought up on or no, you posted something about um buttholes about, about well yeah you I think you post a lot about buttholes, but um, it was about chili pepper butt plugs.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 2020. If 2020 was a butt plug, it'd be this.
3: Why so loud? Yeah. Can Am you I say? Too loud? No, no, no. It's like you, my, You're no. not
1: even important. Let her talk. I was just going to get you to.
2: Oh, <laughs> you are important.
1: No, he's not. Don't Thank we're you. Also
2: gonna, we're also going to discuss how Tony talks to you. In this uh,
1: very
3: badly, <laughs> <laughs> I, I know
2: I have many questions. I have a little bit, <laughs> but back no, the, I can't. back to back to the um chili pepper butt plug thing. So, my I have a question about this. Why is it that the butt only senses hot? It doesn't sense sweet, sour.
1: Oh, um, you're talking about like coming out,
2: yeah. Oh,
1: <laughs> uh, I was like, what are you talking about?
2: It only since it's
3: hot. That is true. I've never thought about it like that before. I, I have no idea. Like I ate some Taco Bell yesterday <laughs> and I had um I had bought some Taco Bell sauce from Kroger like a couple months ago and I didn't know I had it in the pantry and I found it the other day when I was cleaning it out and I used some yesterday. And man, I was like, ah it it burned a little bit. <laughs> And then again this yeah. morning, I was like, ah. It only senses hot. Damn, I wonder why.
1: I don't know. Maybe you should do research on that. You can yeah, have for that the for our time. next one.
2: Yeah, for the next time. I could do that. Okay.
3: Why does it only come out hot?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Ask Siri. <laughs> See what she tells us. Oh, Yeah. So let's talk about how Tony talks to you. Bad. <laughs> how do you feel about that? How does that make you feel?
1: I'm a mean to his bulliness. Oh God, it's, not, so me, it's not fucking bullying. It's okay. Man, you well, can cut well, we'll, the shit right now.
2: How do you...
3: There you go. You're telling me to shut up when I was just <laughs> voicing my opinion. what are you getting so mad about i'm not mad yeah you kind of look like you're mad so i
2: think i think tony tony has good intentions he just doesn't know how to relay them well because i think he gets frustrated with you but raul how do you how are you best motivated like when tony gives you a hard time does that motivate you more or less
1: uh
2: can't say neither
3: i guess when he gets on to me But he doesn't shut the fuck up about
1: it. He just keeps on going and going and going and going. Example, what are you talking about? I'm not sure. So you can't just throw shit out there without having any examples. Cite your sources, as they say. Are you getting mad right now? No, I'm I'm just just saying. You're
3: you're just saying you're
1: you're making these factual statements that aren't true. They're true. Or there's no. you don't have any basis behind them. They're true to me. So you're telling me that. Everything I say to you is just to put you down. I never said that. Michelle didn't say that. Well, that would be bullying you, right? What? If somebody's... How do you bully somebody up? It's not always, always up. That's my point.
3: I feel like I'm going to get beat up right now.
0: (laughs) But
2: (laughs) But Tony, you do have a very sharp tone and dialect with Raul. It's well, very
1: that's still you're, very not your <laughs> you're
3: not letting her talk. It's, you're not letting her talk. You just it. It's
2: very aggressive. And I understand why because you're frustrated you want Raul to to do certain things or be better or whatever. But that's why I was asking Raul like, is he motivated by that or is that demotivate him?
1: Like, give me an example of how you think that I've done something. Michelle with Raúl, yeah.
2: Well, you you taunt him, you tease him, but it's oh. like it. You can tell that it's very <laughs> pointed, and it's it's your truth.
1: Uh, I just think that if you've been telling somebody something over and over and over and over again, and they don't get the point, like at what point do you get frustrated, and then just have to be you can't beat around the bush about it. Sure. You know, it's like that thing I sent you where I think it was Mike Tyson was talking about like he had gained a bunch of weight and mm-hmm. then his friend saw him and he's like, man, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why are you so fucking fat? Right. <laughs> and then Mike Tyson's like, you know, most people would be like, oh, man, don't touch that fucking lens. Uh, most people would be like, sorry, what the fuck? Why would you say it to me? But he's like, I appreciate him saying that. Like, those are the kind of people I want around me to be truthful with me. Instead yeah. of sugarcoating it and just, you know, letting you him go him. down a bad path, you know. But
2: that works That works for Mike Tyson, but that doesn't work for Raul,
1: maybe. I don't see. I'm
2: just, I'm not taking sides. No, I'm, I
1: know. I'm just saying, yeah. like, I don't see how pacifying people, because that's what people always do at Raul. They're always like, oh, that's just Raul. That's just how Raul is. No, he's a grown man. He needs let's to act start. like a grown man.
2: How about Raul? What is something in your life that you would like to change about yourself that Tony gives you a hard time about? Everything. Okay. You want to change everything?
3: He's always giving me a hard time.
2: Yeah, but what is what is something that you would all, would like to change within yourself that Tony gives you a hard time about?
3: Chewing too loudly, I guess.
1: That'd be one. Okay. I mean, that is that's... No. I'm uh, talking about I mean, like... I'm talk talking small. about... I'm talking about like grand things, like just being clean, acting like you give a fuck about your appearance.
2: Or how about procrastination? You mentioned procrastination on the last show with Robin. Yeah. Okay. So, Roel, if Mm. you want to be better at procrastinating and you maybe you need some help being motivated to do so and you have a friend that's willing to do that, how would they be able to communicate that to you to help to actually motivate you and not discourage you in the opposite direction?
3: Uh, telling me I need to do it by not yelling at me about it.
2: Okay. And then
3: just Tony.
2: Now, now you try to give some motivating words. He's getting mad already.
3: He can't even talk to He's getting mad.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, like, I just don't understand why. Like, you guys don't see what I have to deal with on a regular basis.
3: You always say that. I'm a saint.
1: Yeah, right. I'm just saying, like, there's more to this layer than what y'all see. You don't see how he antagonizes people. You don't see how he just disregards people's feelings. You don't see how he's just so self-absorbed about a lot of shit. Like, that's... It's not just me. You could talk to Nick. You can talk to Brad. I have sources. I'm just more vocal about it than most people are.
2: Sure. You know? That's because you feel comfortable in your friendship, to do that,
1: yeah, I mean, I'm not going to just talk to a random stranger like a complete asshole, you know. But if somebody that you care about and you know they could do better, and you see them just living this ho hum life that's not going to get them anywhere, but they also talk about how they want to do these things, well, it's like, how else are you supposed to try to get the cross, you know, get across to them that they need to do it, unless you're blunt with them. Because I don't think the way that everybody else is treating him is working. Because he's been treated like that his whole life. You know, he's been he's the baby of the family.
2: What do you think, Ro?
1: Well, I don't know. Like, if um, I don't know. Uh, I mean, do you think as a man that you act like a grown man sometimes? Not all the time. Do you think that we have progressed? in a lot of areas that you still seem like you're kind of left behind, like when we were like 24, 25. Such as what? Just like maturity level. Like there's nothing wrong with joking around, but I think sometimes like when you'll say stuff, it's just like, that's why we talk about now, like reading the room. It's like, you don't have like a, like a level to tell when something's appropriate and when something's not appropriate to say, or like how to like deal with people. It's like even when Michelle asked us that time, like can you say something good about one one another and your first inclination was to say that's gay, like what's gay about telling people how you feel like expressing yourself nothing
2: it's just it's probably will just because you're not um, comfortable with doing it
1: I mean I don't do i it mean a that's lot. that's the whole thing with life though life is about growth, so I mean if you're always. Doing the same thing over and over and over again, you're stagnant. And this, I mean, if anything we've learned from this year is that this it it's brief as fuck. We've known a lot of people that have passed away this year alone that were not like quote unquote like sickly looking people or sick people or elderly people, you know, from this virus and other stuff. Yeah, and so to just like. I guarantee you, if if when those people were taking their last breath, they could they wish they were in a position that we're in right now to be alive.
2: Ooh, here's a fun here's a fun game. Roll. If Tony were to pass away, what would you say at his funeral?
3: I don't know. I, this I, guy
2: I, was so mean to me. <laughs>
3: nah, I wouldn't say that. But everybody knows the truth, though. Uh, I honestly don't know. Uh, I'd have to write some stuff down. Like I, I couldn't tell you right now what I would say.
2: You'd have to be right there in the moment to do it, right? Let's I would. I would
3: say like uh, stuff like you know he was always there for everybody, and that he's always uh, he's always pushing people like to do the right thing, like to go the right way and stuff. Uh, and he also would be like did uh, He also would get mad if you didn't, and then but but just stuff like Tough that. Love, yeah. Just just stuff like that I guess is what it would be about
1: I don't know i don't I don't look at it as bullying or being mean I don't know maybe I need to reevaluate but
2: i think I think that
1: I, I think, think I, every relationship is is case by case sure you know so like there's when I was out of town there were some people we were with and they were had a very i guess kind of like row in our relationship. And for me, it looked like they were being addicted to one guy. But the guy, I would talk to the guy about it, and he didn't feel that way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, you know, there's probably some people that think, oh, man, Tony's mean to Raul all the time. He always picks on him all the time. But it's just like, I don't know. It's uh, I don't see it that way.
2: Well, you care about him, and you want him to do better and to be better. And that's Brian, understandable. Right, I don't.
3: Bro, I don't. I don't think it's for hating me or hate hatred. It, obviously, it's not. Yeah, it's not. So that that that's not what I'm saying at all. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what I'm saying now. But yeah, uh, I
2: know what you're saying, man.
3: But yeah, it's it's he doesn't hate me.
2: No, I don't think so. I don't think. I think it's clear that he cares about you. Yeah, and I think I think when he gets frustrated, that's his way of showing that he cares because he wants you to do better, and obviously. I mean, he's right. Like if people have to k- keep repeating them themselves and say the same motivational spiel to a person, but the person doesn't do anything about it, that can get that can get frustrating.
1: I saw something the other day, you know, it's like what I mentioned about the whole Mike Tyson thing, like, you know, just being blunt with people or whatever. But then I saw something, too. And it said that you can't expect everybody to be on the same growth as you. So maybe that's the thing. Like, maybe we're expecting too much. Maybe we should expect less from him. Like, maybe should we just assume that he's lesser than we are? You know, he is our he is our loser friend.
3: No, I'm not.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that's a horrible thing to say. That's what he does. Uh, that's,
1: that's what he does. Oh, God damn it. No, I'm just, I'm being joking Stop. about that part. But they sure. did. there was something that did say about, like, you know, just not expecting people to be on the same level as you... Just because you, it's like I said one time, it's like, just because I think something works doesn't mean it's going to work for somebody else.
3: Yeah, kind of the same lines, like, you know, just because you, you're not saying you is particular, but like someone, just saying that someone, I love this so much, doesn't mean the next person's going to love it so much, right? Yeah. So that's. Uh,
1: but, you know, I don't know, man. I just, I just think that if you have uh, people around you that are trying to do things and and see things like I don't understand why you would not want to get on board.
2: Do you? Do you ever feel like? Um, do you ever feel attacked when he says?
1: Oh no, you? not at all.
2: Okay, well that's good.
3: Only when he's attacking me physically, but. Hey. <laughs> oh, God. I knew
1: it. But <laughs> I
2: don't know. I don't, I don't. I don't know.
1: I don't know Confident. what else to do. i just think that. Blink twice if you need her to call <laughs> the police. Um I don't know, man. Like I just want I just want the best for everybody around me. And I know that he wants certain things in life. And you're not gonna get those things by living the way he's currently living. You know, like he wants I guarantee I know for a fact he wants a girlfriend. Or a woman in his life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And dragging his feet this past summer, he lost out on that. Yeah. You know, so if you're more assertive or more, you know, put yourself out there, you're bound to, fi- you're bound to find those things that you're looking for. But if yeah. you're only wanting to live like a very tiptoe life where you want things to fall on your lap, that's generally not going to happen.
2: Yeah. Do you have confidence role? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I just wasn't sure she was into me. That's the only reason I didn't
3: ask her. Or but
1: make, try we to make told out with you her. this, though. How
2: do you know until you ask?
3: Uh, true. That's what I was saying is that it won't happen again. Not particularly just with her, but I'm saying, like, it, it won't happen. Like, mm-hmm. uh, it won't happen again.
2: So you said you're going to set your standard for women lower. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's very low as it is, but... Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Like I just think that I just think that he needs to be more of a man, you know, and stop being such a child. Now I don't think that's a mean thing to say.
2: Maybe he needs to be more maybe you could say yeah. he needs to do some some growing up and maybe um work on his emotional intelligence.
1: Yes. EQ.
2: Because you could say, like, saying he needs to be a man makes could could be taken as he's not a man. He's a he's a sissy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
1: uh, uh. No,
3: but I want to say one thing. I want to do. want to say, and I'm sure he's going to cut it out. Twenty one minutes. Um, to my to my two friends that he mentioned earlier that have that said that um, self don't have feelings for other people and stuff like that. Do what? You said that earlier, your sources. Your, your, oh, I'm f- saying yeah. like
1: you can ask you can ask Brad and Nick about how they felt about Raul, especially this year, especially, you know, like well, I know more so Nick this year. But like Brad's had even Brad have had issues for a while now. But I'm just saying like it's not just me that has these feelings about him. It's just I'm just the vocal one about it. What were you about to say now? I just don't understand. After
2: you interrupted him. yeah. Well, I didn't want him,
1: like, (laughs) saying something about them that, like, I put words in their mouth. No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. But if I'm
3: just saying, like, if they have these issues, why don't they ever say anything? Because most people
1: are not. I'm not saying they're scared or. No, but most people don't don't like to deal. They don't like confrontation, man. Like, most people would rather just bite their tongue than to say something and have. I put a sour taste in somebody's mouth like that's most people. Well,
2: I guess too, they'd have to be in a situation where opportunity arises for them to bring it up. I mean, you can't, they, it would probably wouldn't sit very well. If they just out of the blue were like, Hey, so Raul, there's this thing I've been wanting to talk to you about. Like maybe it would have to be a scenario where they're around him and he does or says something and they could say, Hey man, you know, like when you do or say this certain thing, it, it, it doesn't reflect very well, you know, but just to come out of the blue and, and say, here's where I think that you need to improve. Out of nowhere, like that probably wouldn't wouldn't sit very well with Raul or anybody. You
1: yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I can't speak for why they don't do what they do, but I'm assuming it's just they don't want confrontation. Or they they I think a lot of people feel sorry for him like he's like sorry sorry about what like he's like a charity case or like um like i really do people i think people feel like why because he'll like do this like pouty shit and then they'll somehow fall back into it like his manipulation that's what it is he manipulates people and goodness
2: maybe do you think it's intentional 100% hundred percent it is
1: no, I mean, I don't I don't he think knows that. what he's doing. He's, <laughs> really, he's he's been the child of every single relationship, you know, he's always been the baby, like even when his brothers and stuff, he's telling me stories in the past how he would manipulate his family into getting the things that he wants. He's evil. No, he's Newman. God. He is pure evil <laughs> no. Who's Newman from Seinfeld. Oh. He was a mailman.
2: Oh, <clears throat> well, I mean, granted,
1: oh, I don't man, know
2: because I'm not around. Oh, do you get in the COVID?
1: No, it's that gurgling noise.
2: Um, I obviously don't know because I'm not around. I mean, what I know a role. I mean, I don't I don't have to tell you anything. I don't have any any um philosophical things to tell you about what you do with your life because I don't see it. I do think you should listen to the podcast, though.
3: I do. I have started.
2: You said that last
3: time. No, no, I really have started. Just like the last yeah. podcast we had for the one year, we were talking about the porn star, and then he cut out our friend's name that's Friends with the Porn Star.
1: I did not.
2: No, it's in there.
3: I had to swear, so I didn't hear it.
1: It's you good. didn't listen to it. I did listen to it, the whole thing. I swear I didn't cut anything of that. I promise. Look, you can look at my phone and I well, listen he didn't,
2: to. Use, he didn't use the stage name.
3: No, he said, yeah, but I know you didn't use the stage name. I told, I said Eubank. I know, but it sounded like you cut it out. Nope. When you were no, you ta- was there. Uh, I heard
1: it. I must
3: have missed it because I did
1: listen to it. What does that have to do with anything?
3: She said, I didn't listen to the podcast, and I said, I listened to the
1: podcast. And then what you gave it? some unfactual information.
3: No, I swear to God, I thought it wasn't in it. That's what, that was my thing of saying that I've listened to it.
2: Like, What did you think I, about it? What about what? That the, is that the only one you listened
3: to? I've listened to a
1: couple of them. We have 50 plus, and he's probably listened to five. Hey, yeah, and I, mean, I doubt he's listening to them all the way through. Thank
2: congratulations you. on making it one year through.
1: Thank you. It's a lot of hard work. Yeah. A lot of, <laughs> yeah. a lot of hard work. I yeah. I
2: mean, Tony Roll's been, you know, he's been he's carrying
1: been the load, road. huh?
2: Yeah. He's the one that's keeping
3: <laughs> this thing afloat. I mean, you look at him on your FaceTime right now.
1: Oh, boy. you're like the behind the scenes guy. Yeah.
3: The uh, engineer
1: uploader uh what do you think about his storytelling be honest (laughs)
2: um i did think it was hilarious that you were like we were at the stop sign the stoplight and it was like we were all tripping balls at the same time and it was awesome it was
3: i mean (laughs)
2: But it was just funny that that was your story of like, here I'm going to tell you a story of a time where like <laughs> I'm in a car with a bunch of bros tripping balls, yeah, and it was cool. And then that was it. Like that the the story flatlined.
1: Yeah, it was like the Forrest Gump thing. That's all I got to say about that.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: there was like no like we Lease. almost got we almost got arrested or we had to flee the scene. It was just we were in a car at a red light for an hour. End of story.
3: (laughs) Straight to the pun.
2: Straight (laughs) to it, man. There was no climax, though.
1: No, there was nothing. That's what I'm saying. It was like, I don't know. That's just a conversation. That's not a story.
2: also, I will, to his defense, like being put on the spot can be hard, right? Because then you're in the moment of like, oh, God, let me think of a story really quick. True. It's a
1: podcast, though.
2: And if you don't do well under pressure, then. See,
1: this is the problem. People oh, like baby. you I'm are baby. fucking pacifying this bitch.
3: That's not what's happening at all. Yes, I'm playing it, it,
0: it, it, no.
1: devil's advocate. 100%. Like, I asked her a, a simple question. Do you like his storytelling? <laughs> and she's roundabout way not saying yes or no. <laughs> I'm telling you, she's not sugarcoating it. Do you I like his storytelling, see, Michelle, yes or no? See, this is
3: what you do. You bully people, <laughs> <you bully> people <laughs> into the submission. You have to, they have
1: to be a definite yes or
3: no. There's no maybe. Or oh, there's no, uh, sure. That's I not an say, answer. Sure it it is not
1: an answer.
2: I will say that I, I, don't, I don't feel a way about it where I like it or I don't like it.
1: I mean, but if you were a random person that didn't know us, and then somebody's like, hey, listen to these people, would you want to listen to that?
2: Me personally, I would be like, well, that's uninteresting.
1: Exactly. I, that's my point. I, I, But that's you bullied her into your your point of view. All I'm saying is that you sometimes you only have one chance for people to listen to your shit. And if you want to have people continue that's the point of doing this, man, is that people have continue listening to it that aren't our friends, you have to have something that's gonna grab their attention. And if you have like this monotone talk and you fucking stories don't go anywhere or they fucking go off the rails. There's, like, no direction, no fucking substance to it. Most people are probably not going to tune in anymore. Is that how you feel about that? That is how I feel.
2: Maybe, though... I think you're probably right.
1: No, I'm not probably right. I am right. That's why I tell them all the time. I was like, hey, man, listen to a podcast. Like, listen to a couple different ones. Okay. Like, you know, if you listen to, like, a Joe Rogan, and there's one in particular. I have to try to find it. He has an interview with this guy, and the guy... I don't know if the guy was nervous or what, but it was just a really awkward conversation. And most of his are not awkward. Yeah. You know, like what I think with Raul is like, if we talk and it's just him and I, I'll ask him a question and it's just like matter of fact, there's no playback, no give and take. Mm-hmm. And in a podcast, especially one that's not visual, you have to have that
2: maybe would is it easier if someone asks you a more direct question versus a vague question of like hey tell me a story what if they're like hey tell me a story of a time that you were scared to death or tell me a, a story where um i don't know it was a life or death situation you know like would it would that be easier for you to pick a story to tell
3: i don't know probably but I would have to think about something, <laughs> you know, and then I wouldn't be able to shoot it out because.
2: Right. So it's it's being on the spot and being asked in the moment.
1: So do you want me to write you a script?
3: No, I don't want you to write me a script. No, thank you.
1: I'm just saying, like, even the question that she just asked you, it was just kind of just like you mumbled out some shit.
3: Uh, she understood me.
1: Right.
2: I think I picked up what you were throwing. <laughs> See, that means
1: yes. <laughs> oh God!
2: But I think the point is being the story. But but Tony, maybe Raúl is never going to be the storyteller that you want him to be.
1: Well, then maybe the name on the podcast
3: <laughs> will be changed this year. I mean, I don't know what you want from me, man.
1: It's either get. What do you what, want It's either me? shit or get off the pot. I don't know what that means. Means either you're gonna do something or you're not. Either you're mm-hmm. gonna take a shit or you're just gonna sit there. I guess I'm gonna take a shit. Do it, man. I don't know.
2: It might be, it might I just, be hot. I just
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand, like, you know. But how, you may
2: never you may never understand.
1: But why keep doing it then?
2: Well, maybe like if you it, don't
1: if you don't maybe come off as
2: careless.
1: Or that's what I'm saying. It's getting to the point now. It's like either you're going to fall in line with what we want to do or you're going to get left behind.
2: Yeah. Fallen soldier.
1: It's a matter of fact, man. It's, 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 there's no more gray area. It's either black or white. Either you're going to try to get, do stuff that we're trying to do or you're just going to be left behind with everybody else.
2: What kind of stuff that you do that he
1: doesn't? <clears throat> well, just like even like we have to like, Goat him into like doing just going places like traveling, you know, going out certain things. I have to like if, if I'm not telling him, hey, let's do a podcast. It doesn't get done. You know, hey, can you can you do this for his homeless people? Why can't you do it? Because I fucking asked you to do it. Roll. But then it's now it's going to be like, oh, Tony's piling on Raul again. I, didn't I feel say,
2: like I'm a psychologist at couples therapy.
1: I didn't, I conducting was, it.
3: didn't, I didn't say that. <laughs> I do all those things. You do what? Go on trips with y'all. Get people for the podcast.
1: So if, if we weren't going out of town, do you think you would travel anywhere? Not by myself. Why not? I've so I'm seen. saying, like, if you didn't have Nick and I as friends... How many places do you think you've been in the last 15 years? Like, how many places did you and John Harris go? Uh, I don't know. Not many. Like, a couple. So, my point is, do you think your life has been enriched since you've been hanging out with Nick and I?
3: But that's not the question at hand earlier. Yes, it is. No, the question earlier was, would, what was the question? The question earlier was, I'm not doing what you guys do, or something like that.
1: That's our, that's my That's my thing, man. Like... It's like you're 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 comfortable living this apathetic life. I don't know what that means. I you're comfortable not te- doing anything.
2: I had a high school teacher that used to always say, "Get off your apathy." It's like your laziness.
3: Mm.
1: I mean, I do things. I, I, I don't mind doing things. What um, do you do? Not much. COVID, man. Okay, don't blame it on COVID. If. You got your passport last year because I went to Spain. The only place you've been with your passport is because I made you go to Mexico. That was the plan to go to Mexico. But I'm the reason why we went to California. It's never like he's never like, hey, Tony, you want to go take a trip somewhere? It's always like we're either planning something.
2: Roel, where would you like to go? Where would you like to travel to next? The uh, place that's been on your destination
3: spots, Austin again. Austin is fun. Have you
2: have you already been there?
3: Once, uh, one time, yeah.
2: Okay, how about where would you like to go that you haven't been to yet?
3: Uh, maybe San Francisco.
1: I went there a long okay. time ago, but we didn't do anything. We were there. Okay. So you could pick so. any place in the fucking world, and you're picking Austin and San Francisco. Oh, I didn't know it was the world. Yeah, she asked anywhere. you, where would you like... That's like they say when they ask kids. They're like, if you could have any amount of money, what would you take? And the kids were like, I want a million dollars. And they're like, why do you say you want a million dollars? You could ask for billions of dollars if you really wanted to. And for some reason, people just have that one set number in their head. They don't think outside that box.
2: Anywhere in the world, roll
1: Fiji. or Goa. Okay. Ogoa.
2: okay. Do you, do, do you think that you could set, like, do you have a time of year? What's the best time of year to go to those places?
3: I don't know. I think, like, some of those places you can go year-round.
2: And the weather's pretty consistent?
3: I Well, I don't know about, like, the weather part, but, like, I definitely know, like. Okay. Goa so, is off the coast of India, so, I I mean, uh, yeah, we don't want to go during the monsoon season, so.
2: When's that?
3: Uh, I don't remember. I don't know.
2: So what, why don't you just plan, figure that out whenever monsoon season is not and say, hey, Tony, let's go on a trip to here and let's see who would like to go.
1: You know, he was off for two years, right? It was yeah. a year. Oh, it felt like two years. <laughs> <laughs> this bitch did nothing What is time. But I did ex- eat. <laughs> I did exact I did exactly what
3: I wanted to do. <laughs> you gained you ate. you got up to three hundred and fifty pounds. I ate you what you want. I did exactly what I wanted because I was mm. working a lot before that. And then I took the year off where we sold the store and I did exactly what I wanted.
1: I watched a lot of T V and I ate a lot of Cheetos. Mm. That's a wasted life, man.
3: Just because you didn't like it doesn't mean I didn't enjoy it.
1: That's did you like difficult. losing all that weight that you had gained? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you enjoyed that. What do you mean you enjoyed trying to take all the extra weight off that you had gained, oh
3: no, I thought you said was the weight loss part fun no there it's nothing fun about having to work out and dieting and stuff like that for sure, no way, but uh, the, I, don't, the, I don't know, man like the leading up feel, to but,
2: but do you feel like that year was like a waste of your life?
3: Yeah, I could have definitely done more. I could have gone places probably
2: do you regret? Do you regret it, though?
3: No, I don't.
2: Well, then that's the most important thing. If you I don't, don't regret it, then that's all that matters.
1: On your mother's life, you don't regret anything about wasting all that fucking time.
3: <laughs> Hand on the back. That's hole.
1: the only way you can get him to tell the truth. <laughs> I honestly don't
3: remember. I, I honestly don't think I was... I, what? I, I asked you a
1: simple question.
3: Oh, yeah. I don't regret it at all on my mother's life that, uh, that what happened. I
1: mean, I... I Truly did enjoy it. I mean, so you would not have wished you could have traveled somewhere. I, oh no, or, you said or, did
3: I regret it? No, but if I could, should have thought about doing that other stuff. Yeah, most definitely, I should have done that other stuff. I guess that's regretting it.
1: Yes. Oh, so then, yeah, sorry, I regret it a little bit. I mean, this am I am I badgering the witness? I mean,
2: yeah, it's okay. You're just trying to get him to say
1: what he wants me to say. No, you just don't know how to answer
3: questions. I didn't answer the question.
2: Did you guys set any goals for 2021? Are you you New Year's resolution people?
3: I'm not really a big resolutionist, (laughs) but um, that means I don't set goals. Right, Tony?
1: I can't speak for
3: you, man. You sure have been this whole podcast.
1: Uh, Michelle, can you back me up on that? She's been backing you up this whole fucking podcast. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Uh, no, she hasn't been. No, oh, she hasn't. she's I'm been. Swiss- she's been baby and raw.
2: Mm. I'm Switzerland.
3: Sorry that you feel that way, Anthony. I really do. I'm really sorry for you, man. I feel sorry for that you feel that way. No, uh, I do have one goal uh, to get in my best shape of my life. I was pretty good shape in 2010. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh it's best shape. That's that's my one one attainable goal. What do
2: you what do you how do you plan to uh implement that to ensure that you stay on course?
3: Well uh I'm gonna try not to drink uh for as long as I can with everything closed back down in Memphis that or you know it ten o'clock but uh with everything you not going to be able to go out late night and stuff like that, or to like t- one or two, whatever it was. Uh, That will definitely he- help me save calories there. We're not drinking. I never drink at home unless we have people over or something like that, or we're doing a podcast. Um,
2: are you all drinking tonight? Nah. No.
1: No, it's only when people are on it with us. Yeah.
3: Only when people are on it. And I'm sorry, not by ourselves.
2: Like in person.
3: Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you'd yeah. have to come. You have to do one soon. Do so I
2: have to come in person for you guys to have a cocktail?
1: Uh, Are you drinking right now?
2: Yeah, whiskey.
1: Go get us some White Claws.
2: <laughs> please.
3: Oh, sorry. Anthony, will you please go get us some White Claws?
2: There you go. Look at that. Progress. Thank you. Making Making progress. My job as your psychologist is to <laughs> make your friendship... Better.
3: Is he moving? <laughs> what? Did
2: you say is he moving? I mean,
3: what's all the racket going on in there?
2: He's mad.
3: Yeah, he's got three white claws. Like, who? who where's the third
1: person at? <laughs> one for your helmet. Which one you would complain about? So I brought three different ones.
3: Ooh, pretty smart. All right. I'll are see. they white claws?
2: Oh. Or are they a different brand? They're white claw. Okay.
3: Uh, McUltra has a seltzer coming out January 4th.
2: Yep. The, the Bud Light seltzer is pretty good.
3: Yeah. Bud Light lemonade seltzer is coming out January 18th.
2: Nice. Hey, cheers, guys. Happy New Year. Ting, ting, ting. Um,
3: what kind of whiskey are you drinking?
2: Um redemption redemption Mm. rye it's a really great whiskey
3: i got you but yeah that's my goal for the for the new year i mean for the year
2: so what are you gonna what are you what is your so you said not going out and drinking um but like what do you have like um workout uh, regimens in place i don't have
3: really any in place but i know it works so I'm just going to do that, and what by that means is, um, you know, I'm getting enough steps at work right now, and I don't mm-hmm. see that slowing down because of uh, more people staying at home again and stuff shutting down again. So, convenience stores and Krogers and stuff stores like that are super busy, and they're selling the fuck out of and all kinds of alcohol they sell: wine, liquor, beer, and. Um, so that's gonna be that part, but I'm also gonna probably do the gym or cardio at least at the gym, uh, at least three or four times. And I'm gonna to try to do like body weight exercises for the for the muscle part. I mean for the weights part, uh, at least three or four times a week too. And then the di- diet part, uh, would just probably be um between seven fifty, well, between eight hundred and south 1, eleven hundred calories a day. That's it. How many? It's about 800, 850 to about eleven
2: 1, hundred. calories a day.
3: Yeah, it's pretty extreme. That's low. Yeah, it is, but it it it's the fastest result. It's the faster results is what I want. So,
2: have you tried intermittent fasting?
3: Yeah, I'm sorry, I do do that uh, when I'm yeah. when I'm working out. I do do that. So I have gone. Usually now I have gone full like 24, 25 hours before a bunch of times, but, uh, I'm going to do that. And, you know, it's usually eight, 16 hours, not eating and eight hours eating, you know, mm-hmm. but I think I'm going to push it to about, I think I'm gonna go 12 and 12 or maybe I'm sorry, you know, I'm, uh, I mean, 20 and four. 20 hours of not eating and four hours of eating, getting all my meals in that four hours, which I think I want to do is because by the time I get off home from work, I can get all of everything I want to eat in those four hours from like four to eight or four, uh, five. to Oh uh, yeah. Or three 30 to seven 30 or eight or 30 or, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's the hours I want to do just four hours maybe. But I, I do like eat them and fasting because I get everything I need to get in right then. And it's just, I don't know. You just get used to it and it's, what it is,
2: mm-hmm. Nice, uh, Tony. Do you do you set resolution goals?
1: No, you should. I don't need to wait to the first year to do something. Um,
2: <laughs> you don't have to make him feel bad about it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
1: I mean, I do recall seeing somebody made a similar post like that on Face or Instagram today. So. What? What I say? Um, Mm. Um,
3: Yeah.
2: Mm. Me? Yes. Yes. Should I read it? (laughs) Please do. It's one of my quotes for tonight. Instead of New Year's resolutions, let's have some New Year's realizations because nothing you attempt to change is going to stick if you remain stuck in the same old bullshit.
1: Yeah, you you don't have to wait. No, you're right. No, you posted something else that that actually said about not waiting.
2: Oh, Not waiting? That was that was that no, was from my own now. that was my own words. Using the new year to set goals is great, but it shouldn't be the reason or the obligation to set goals. Your intentions can be set, put into action and met at any time. You must truly be ready to commit with the refusal to let yourself down.
1: Yeah, that's it. So, she agrees with me.
2: I didn't say that it's wrong to make new year's resolutions. <sighs>
1: Most I people just, that wait for the first year, they're going to end up failing, though. That's correct. the problem with New Year's resolutions. But it's yeah, like they say,
2: they say at the first of the year, I'm going to at the first of the year, I'm going to do this. Well, you could just do it now.
1: It's all you got to listen to how people say their words, too. Like if somebody is using words like maybe or uh, possibly or anything that's instead of definitive, then they're probably not going to stick with it.
2: Well, I think that's because of the fear of letting themselves down and not following through.
1: But We don't know what happens when we die, but what if you died and then you got to see everything that you didn't accomplish, accomplished?
2: Like as if your life flashed before your eyes, but you accomplished. No, like
1: say like when you die, you get to watch a movie of the things that you could have done, but you were too scared to do.
2: Or like, yeah, if your life went into to a different path. Yeah. Um, it, well, it'd either be really sad or not.
1: <laughs> but the point is, why not take those chances while you're alive?
2: Because mm-hmm.
1: we don't know what happens once we're gone. No. Nope. But we do know what we have right now in front of us. That is true. I don't see the point of being afraid to try something.
2: Well, I don't think it's not about having a point or not to have a point to try something. I think it's fear and anxiety, fear fear of failure. Um, But I'm saying like what... Some people are are scared of change and what that could look like. Um, You know, there's a lot of psychological... Bullshit that goes into it that we shouldn't succumb to, but we do.
1: But I'm saying if you've lived your life a certain way, and you end up in the same spot all these times, what's wrong with taking a leap one year and seeing where that takes you?
3: Michelle is saying, Michelle is saying that what if you what if you try what if you mentally can't? That's what she's saying.
1: That's what I'm saying, though. Like. Find yeah. out how to break those barriers.
3: Right. Well, I know. I understand what you're saying. We all. Yeah. I understand what you're saying. Like, you know, you should try to maybe work on it or, you
1: know, yeah, it's just make little a little steps small goals, you know? Yeah. Or fucking just read on something on how to do something you want to do, but to just always live in that same life because you're afraid of what somebody else thinks or what your inner bitch is telling you. Like you've already lived that life. Try the other one.
2: Right. I totally hear what you're saying. And I a hundred percent feel that way and believe that way. But I also have a person that's very close to me in my life that really struggles with manic depression. And it's taken me a long time to like really understand that because Mm -hmm. I used to be the person that just beat them, not beat them down, but was very aggressive and like, just fucking get off your ass and do it. You can do anything that you want to do. Just fucking do it. You know, and with reading about being having a relationship with a person that is and I'm not obviously I'm not saying this is you role and this is what your scenario is. So let's not even go there. But like there are people that chemically have an imbalance that impairs them from being able to get over that hump as easily as some other people can.
1: But what steps are they taking? Like, are these people that's
2: the, that's the that's the thing it's it for them, like for let's just say, for example, it's like the first step for you to make progress as a human being would be to go and see a counselor or a licensed therapist uh-huh. that within itself the that person could be thinking, oh, my God, now I have to sit in front of this person and relinquish all of my deepest, darkest secrets. I'm not ready for that that I've, I've, I've been avoiding that my entire life, and that is a scary thing for some people and I think that that's just something that we have to remember is that your your drive and ambition is not someone else's.
1: I'm not saying that somebody needs to go climb kilimanjaro um, but all I'm saying is that like I don't understand if you know that you're having these mental issues and you've possibly talked to somebody about it, right. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Then try these little small things to get to the bigger goal of getting past these mental blocks.
3: I think those people probably do try, but they just, they, they probably do try, but they just can't get to
1: it. How are they trying? I don't know. I'm not manically. I'm saying like it, the person you're talking about, Michelle, have they seek counseling yet?
2: No, I mean I've. That's something I've tried to get them to do.
1: So that's what I'm saying,
3: like you, you. But you. they they don't want to talk to a stranger about their problems. That's that's you know, like she said, in a room when it's just somebody they don't know, and them, it would be. If I if I go do that, I I probably would just fake it. You know? But the
2: good, th- but the the what's what's the beautiful thing about therapy is that not only are you dealing with a person that is licensed and has tons of education and research yeah. on how to handle certain situations with people's psyche, but they also are an outside source and they don't know anything. They they are not linked to you in any kind of way. That they have an unbiased viewpoint because they're not your family member, they're not your friend. Their job is to help you work through your bullshit, and that's it. And they have they have no soft spot. They may have a soft spot and some empathy for you, because obviously they do if that's what their job is. They're, they're psychologists. That's got to right. be a very taxing job. But they don't come into it as your sister or your brother or your roommate, your best friend, to say, like, I know this person. And so I'm going to tell them the things that I think that they need to hear to help them because I know this person, that person, the, the psychologist is skilled in getting information out of you to give you coping tools in a way that is going to help you that they have, they have no, they don't gain anything from that.
1: Yeah. My thing is like, Nobody can help you until you're ready to help yourself. Yes. So absolutely. Unless you finally get tired of these things that are blocking you, you're always gonna be in the same boat. Yeah. So I mean, at what point do these people get tired of their bullshit?
3: Whenever they they hit rock bottom. Yeah, maybe they are tired of it. I don't know. I, you know, fortunately, I've never had to deal yep. with something like this. And it's they have to really, hit rock bottom. It sucks with people that have to go through this kind of stuff and have to take pills to dysfunction and stuff well, like I'm, that. Well, this is the people that haven't even got to that point. That's what I'm saying. Like, it. it because, I, oh, I see you're saying. You're saying that they need to, they need to take the first step. Maybe they yeah. need to read some info on this or whatever. Right? Or like
1: call somebody or right. like set up an appointment. I'm sure they do like, I bet, you know, like some, some type of screen lives. or whatever. Yeah, I
3: bet where you live, Michelle, there's probably like free counseling and stuff like that, maybe.
2: Because we're all hippies out here. That's right.
1: I mean, they oh, even have stuff online. Feelings. Like, what is that thing, no. BetterHelp? That they oh, always I, advertise I have, on, on the podcast? I have, s- I have yeah. seen that, yeah. You know?
2: I think right now, in most states, you should be able to get some kind of, I, th- I think you should be able to get some. Um, counseling resources, because we're in a pandemic, it's a state of emergency, you know, Um, maybe I'm wrong about that. I do know that like right now, um, OHP, which is like the Oregon state um, federally funded insurance Mm -hmm. right now, they've offered it to everyone that doesn't have insurance through their employer. They've given it to them free of premium. Um, And it includes counseling therapy.
1: Wow. Wow. Yeah, I'm not knocking anybody that has any type of mental problems or anything like that. But I'm just saying, like, you have to be willing to take the first steps if you really want to change. Yeah. Like, if if you keep shuffling your feet and all this other shit and not trying to do anything and you're burdening other people with your thing, but you don't want to make any changes. That, to me, just doesn't make much sense to me. Because there's other things in their life, I guarantee you they're doing on a daily. So swap out some of those things that you may be wasting your time on, to better your mental health.
2: Right. Well, you also have to remember that like the smallest step for some people is the biggest step for others, and also we're creatures of habit. You know, like we get in our habitual routines and sometimes it's hard to see out of that, you know.
1: I mean, that kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier about with certain people, either you get on board or you get left behind. Because you can't you can't hang out with people that are energy vampires. Right. So if they're sucking the energy out of you, how are you winning? Cuz at the end of the day, all we have is ourselves. Yeah. So you can only help people that want to help themselves. Right. And that's where a lot of the frustration like what we were talking about earlier comes into play is like you know, if you're always trying to help somebody and you don't see them taking your kindness and accepting it, it becomes frustrating.
2: Right. Well, that's also though that's a that's a form of codependency. So you want to be a helper and you want to help someone better themselves but to the detriment of yourself and your own sanity and well-being that's that's a codependent thing
1: Well, I don't think I would ever let somebody let me drown because they can't swim. Mhm. Like there's been plenty of people I've walked away from, you know, when I know it's not serving me. Like that's not that's not something I'm going to continue to do. Are you going to walk away from Raul? I I mean, this is not what I'm talking about right now, but yeah, if there was <laughs> something that that he did that got too too much, yeah, I would I would choose not to be friends with him anymore. I'm not going to risk my own mental health to hang mm-hmm. out with somebody that I feel is bringing me down and not on my level. I mean, I went 3 months this year without talking to him. You know, so yeah, and there's been people I've known a lot longer than him that I stopped talking to. So.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, you definitely shouldn't put up with any bullshit. You shouldn't be in any relationships that aren't. Um, aren't helping to sustain you or make you better. I feel like your friendships should. Help to ignite you to be a better human being.
1: Because what is that thing they say? You're the. You're the sum of like the five people you hang out with.
0: hmm.
1: You know, so it's like. People who you hang out with are a reflection of you. Like the person you choose to marry or date is a reflection of you. hmm. So it's like, do you want to hang out with people that have that crabs in the bucket mentality Who are constantly negative, who constantly don't want to do anything, who are constantly bringing people down? Or do you want to have people that they have a solution for a problem, you know, or have ideas, or when you text them about something, it's not always something negative or, you know, saying something stupid. They're the kind of person that's going to want to, you know, bounce ideas off you or build you up, or help you get to your goals, or help you with your dreams, or you help them, vice versa. Like Those are the kind of people that I think everybody should have.
2: Well, yeah, I think everybody can encourage one another and motivate one another in, in different ways.
1: But I'm saying, like, I think a lot of times now, there's a lot of people that just want to be the Debbie Downer or the fucking negative person. And that's some just, people some people that's the person
2: you unfollow on social media
1: but i'm saying i'm talking about in real life but like you have Ryan those too. <laughs> you have those people around you and you have these other people that are doing shit and you know whatever and it's just like it makes you like question like do i want that person in my life at all yeah you know and i think most people when you start hanging out with people that have a bright light that's what you want to gravitate towards or you should want to gravitate towards that.
2: Right. Someone with some attractive energy.
1: Yeah. you. I mean, it's like uh, I post this thing as Gary V thing. He's like, if you want to find negative shit, you can find it. If you want to find positive stuff, you can find that too. And now you'll see like everybody's all talking about everything bad that happened this year. But they don't talk about the good things that happened this year. Right. You know, so it's like you can always look for the negative in something or you can always look for the positive in something. Not saying you have to be like delusional, but there are bright lights. I mean, if you fucking woke up, that's a positive.
0: Right.
2: Like
1: that's the biggest win you have every fucking day. day.
2: Every day. Totally. I think that the older we get, the more we realize that, too.
1: I mean, that's what I was saying. Like this year, like it's shown you. All these people that have passed away. Not all of them are fucking old no. or on their deathbed. Did you guys
3: see the girl that passed away, I think, this morning or this afternoon or yesterday or something? She's she's young, like younger than younger than you, Michelle. How old? She's, uh, uh, hang on. I just...
2: Was she sick before?
1: No. She's health, 100% healthy. Wow. Yeah, that uh... happened to like a
2: 13-year-old in Missouri...
1: Oh, is that the town you were talking about? They were kind of yeah anti-maskers or whatever.
2: Yep, and then this kid dies, and then the whole town becomes mask people.
1: Maybe,
3: maybe it's the same town. This girl was like young, happy, young, and no health conditions whatsoever, and she got COVID and she died from it.
1: I mean, it's just like that uh, congressman that just passed away. He was forty-one. He's supposed to be sworn in in the next couple of days, and he died. He got sick on the 18th, and he died, I think, on Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday or Wednesday.
2: Yeah, it's scary shit.
1: You know, so it's just like, I don't know. I, I just think that people need to put that in perspective. People need to see how other people are dealing with their lives and how precious this little bit of time we have is and fucking do something with it. Right. I'm telling you, man, like I, I was always kind of thinking that way before, but especially since I got back and what I saw on that fucking trip, it really, it, I mean, that shit, which you see those people living in. And then when I come back to and where I was staying, when I was there, it's like, I have nothing to complain about. I have no reason not to try to do the most I can with this little bit of time I have. Mm -hmm. Cause most of those people would kill to be in my position. Or any of our positions. Yeah. So to not live to your fullest potential is a slap in the face to anybody that is struggling for their life. Or is not blessed with opportunities we have. Like people that talk shit about America that live in America. You have no fucking clue what other people would enjoy to have what we have. Mm -hmm. Even the poorest person here probably has it better than somebody in a third world country. And that's like I said, it's not a pissing competition, but it's the, it's the truth. Like, and that's sad that people that live here have to struggle. But I guarantee, fucking tea, most of the people that live in a third world country would love to be the person that struggling here, struggling here. Uh, yeah,
3: lives. it just it, the world. The, the the like I said this before, the world is poor, and there's only a few rich nations. Right, mm-hmm. we're one, China, Russia. You know, like the big, you know, the big 20, right? And then outside of that, man, like people, people are just living, you know, you, you, you living on the same land or house that's been in your family for God knows how long. Right. And then like, and that's what they say when they, the American, you know, the American dream is not dead because one of my accounts, this guy's name is Maha and he's from South India and you know, they brought him over here to work in the stores and all that shit. And then they fucked him when it was time for him to buy one of the stores. Right. And he's he said, you know what? That's fine. He, we talk every day. Uh, he's like, that's fine, man. They could do whatever they wanted. Where I am at right now is a billion times better than where he was in India. So now he's working for another man that owns a couple of stores that I have. And, you know. Here soon he'll have his own store because he's really smart and you know he's but the opportunity even though those people fucked him he still got the opportunity to come here i mean he had to pay you know like to get his passport and all that kind of shit you know but they worked the, they worked the dog shit out of him he said for like five years and then finally he said fuck it is either buy it or let me go and they let him go and i was working for this other guy and this other guy's already pretty much sold him this this one uh, one store, and he could never have done any of that anywhere else in the world. But he chose to come to America and do it, right? Mm-hmm. And this guy's English is you know it's it's not the best, but it's also not the worst. But you can understand him, and when he just when he talks to people, people just gravitate to him. Like Tony says, you know, like. People see the positive in him and they, they, you know, everyone, it's kind of like my mom and dad, like everyone just likes this guy, you know, he's just very natural, likable person. Mm-hmm. So I don't know.
2: Yeah. What, what else, what did, what in 2020, like have you guys learned or gained in a positive realm, whether it be specifically to yourself or that you've recognized within your community, um, that you've gotten out of twenty twenty, out of all the shit that's that's happened, what have you? What have you gained or learned?
3: Well, I've I've definitely learned that people will come to people will come together for a common cause for good especially with COVID shutting down all the restaurants and stuff and all the influx of money that's come towards these restaurants, keep them open from just different people making Facebook things or GoFundMe. This is like customers doing it, not just owners, you know, and people are either liking people are either giving money or they're buying a whole lot of to go from that restaurant. Like I just saw Inya palace, the one on Poplar is having a hard time. And this girl I know, well, I, the, I know the girl that shared it and the original post on like on the 23rd. And they just so he now there's now he's like covered his rent for like three or four months in like two weeks, apparently. And so people
2: coming in doing takeout,
3: they're doing takeout. Yeah. Um, they'll order like two or three things and then end up leaving with five things or six things. Like, oh, you know, what? let me add this and this, you know, because mm-hmm. literally when you go to these restaurants, there's like nobody eating in there because you, you can't right? who, who, who only has a, uh, either four friends or a family of four. Cause a lot of people have big family. when you go to eat Indian food, especially, I think you always want a big group because everyone's sampling off of each other's plates, right? Because it's all different food and you know, they're really struggling. All restaurants are struggling, but I think there's some restaurants, especially like Asian restaurants, they're definitely struggling. And you know, I think if there's no money for these people that a lot of stores like convenience stores and um, restaurants are going to close because they almost closed once already. And now here it is again that they're putting all these hard restrictions on them. And, you know, we went out, me, Tony and Nick went out last weekend. And I think we were going to go to Goose, have some drinks, you know, nothing wild or anything, but they were at capacity 25%. And I think there was like 19 people in there, Nick said. He couldn't even get in. Then he went to Tin Roof. He said it was okay there. And then me and Tony went to Laughlin to see how it was over there. And we ended up staying at Laughlin because Laughlin's outside and you can have much more people because of that, you know? And they were even slow. Like, everywhere is slow. Everyone is struggling. But long story short, the thing I've learned that people will come together to help each other, especially what,
2: here. Is there anything that you've learned or gained about yourself, um, or anything that twenty twenty has like prompted you to do better or just change in the time of like things kind of slowing down and having more alone time?
3: I definitely. I definitely have like started reading more for like just just to to read you know like I never used to do that. I used to watch t v and then go to bed, but like now I like read, I enjoy doing things like that now, and I never would have never would have done something like that before,
0: mm-hmm. Tony.
1: Why would you not talk about how you lost a shit ton of weight this
3: year? Oh yeah, I don't. I don't understand the question.
1: Like that's one yeah. thing you fucking did for sure this year. Yeah, I did do that.
3: See, that's where he's not being mean to me. He's my supporter, right? My number one supporter, which mm-hmm. he's always, which he always has been. So I'm not gonna. Everyone knows that he always has been and always will be. But he loves you. Yeah, I know, and I love him too.
1: <laughs> Get your rough hands off dude. They're not rough anymore I put bitch. lotion on I just touched them man Or you touched me And I felt them uh, But no like <laughs>
3: Yeah you know I lost I lost um, I was almost close to 90 pounds It's awesome Um, I you was looking really at proud of that Thank you I, I think I am I, I am And then I took a picture Of the I have this diet On my fridge That I did The week actually Before I started The weekend before I started And I was like Shit I went from 306 to 295 or 296 or or 297 because I lost nine pounds. And I was like, fuck, I'm going to keep us going. So then I just started walking and I started doing things. And just, just the walking and eating one time a day is what really did it. But like I didn't drink since you couldn't go anywhere. There was nothing to do. And this is when it was first really popping. Be- it was Corona because nobody really knew anything, so nobody was really, "Hey, why don't you come over?" or you know anything like that. So, I mean, it yeah. was it was pretty freaking scary there for a while. And then I fucking got it, and that <laughs> uh, that sucked.
2: Yeah, well, you're lucky you didn't have it bad. Have a bad case of it?
3: No, I am. I'm very lucky. And thankfully not
2: having any like lingering effects.
3: Yeah. I was tired for like two weeks after it, but like that, that went away. And, you know, now I think I'm pretty much one. I think I'm 100% again. I would say I am. Yeah. Tony.
2: I'm glad. Thank you, Tony. What have you learned or what have you gained in 2020? (laughs)
1: I've learned that the Memphis community has a big heart.
3: That's what I said, dude. I just said that.
1: <laughs> Were you not paying attention? I'm not done talking. It's not everything's <laughs> about you, man. I just said that. We did this thing for the homeless. Yeah. This past month. And that point of love and support it's crazy. Like people were just donating money. They're donating their clothes. They were donating their time. And it's just, just goes to show you that even during the pandemic, like people put all the things that they could be caring about themselves to the wayside to help other people in need, especially like less fortunate people and homeless people, because you know, those people are usually shit on by most people. Mm -hmm. People are like, Oh, you're lazy or this or that. And they don't, go to realize that sometimes these people have mental issues and all these other problems. That's why they're in the situation that they are in. And like I said, just to see people do that is just is just beautiful. It just shows that we as people are so much better than what people try to give credit for us for. Like, uh, I finally watched that movie. You mentioned it on here one day, that Idiocracy movie. Yeah. And so I watched it. What did you think? And... People are like comparing it to like, you know, common day or our future. And I'm like, no, nah, I don't think so. I think humanity is too wonderful to do something like that. I just think that if we really wanted to destroy each other, we could. You know, like on a daily basis, there could be people that, like I said, there's pockets of people doing some fucked up shit. But there's a lot of people just trying to live their life. And there's a lot of people that are doing really good things in this world that don't get the credit that they should be getting. Mm -hmm. Because like they say, it's like the, what is it, the squeaky wheel makes the, I mean the.
0: Squeaky
2: wheel gets the grease.
1: Yeah, because they're all the one making the most noise, you know. Yeah. So I learned that, which I kind of already knew. But, you know, just to see like this year has really put most people kind of on the same playing field. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's always been people that have been struggling, but globally, people are having a hard time. Yeah. And to see people come and try to help out people, you know, here especially and worldwide, is a beautiful thing.
2: Yeah.
3: Well, you know that church that we gave, the clo- what well, we did in front of, St. Mary's over there downtown? mm mm-hmm. uh, They actually made a post today. And, uh, it said, you know, with, with COVID-19 going on, there were more and more people in their lines for, you know, clothes, the free meals they give out and stuff like that. And they never had to turn anybody away because of all the donations they kept on receiving on a daily basis. And Mm
0: -hmm.
3: that, and they never, you know, there for a while they thought, well, how are we going to feed all these people every single day? They do it seven days a week or I'm sorry, six days a week, I believe. And, they just tape. They posted a bunch of pictures and they got a little collage, I guess, and you could just see all these people bringing stuff. And it's great what they do down there because a lot of those people, especially on that part of downtown, uh, they—that's the only hot food they're gonna have probably that day, right? Or yeah, probably that whole day. Or that's yeah. what that one, oh, that's the that one meal they're gonna get. So I don't know. What about you? What have you?
1: gained
2: well tony didn't didn't answer tony personally speaking
3: oh
1: i'm sorry that's okay that is personal Uh, yeah but
2: i mean like for you yourself have you had any like these like self-actualizations that have happened to you in this year
1: oh i mean i've talked about like the trip i went on and yeah how it makes me realize what i have and what others don't have and how i should try to do more to help people in a lesser position than me because mm-hmm. like i said that we had done stuff for people in the past but then it, you know it kind of just go about your life you know right and now we're in the process of trying to get a 501c3 and we're trying to make the organization like a, a legit nonprofit. yeah so i mean that is the thing that is one of my main focuses now is just to try to do more with my time to better other people's lives.
2: What are you going to call it?
1: It's called Sunday's Best. Okay. Like I said, we started doing it, Shit, I guess like 2015 was the first thing we did. Uh, yeah, we, we did a Thanksgiving dinner. Thanksgiving feeding. And then the next year we did, um, we've passed out some lunches. I think we passed out lunches twice, actually, didn't we? Mm. Yeah. And then, you know, now, like I said, this month, the goal is to gather feminine products. So we got somebody that they're telling us they give us like 300 Diva Cups or something. Nice. And then we have some people that bought some tampons.
2: That's awesome.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, now it's just keeping the momentum going. Right. Because, like I said, there's, there's always going to need people that need help. So just not try to do things on big holidays, you know, do it throughout right. the year.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Cause I mean, if, if they can't get help from the city, you can at least get help from a citizen, you know? So, yeah. and
3: mm-hmm. you know, and that's, and, and a lot of people think like the need to help the homeless people and the less fortunate people goes away after the last two months of the year. Right. But it, it it's all it's year long because somebody one of my buddies hit me up on Sunday. He's like, "Hey man, I got all these clothes still. I'm sorry I couldn't get them to you. Do you still want them? Or I'm just gonna drop them at Google." He literally lives like a mile and a half from us, and I was like, "No, no, no. I'll take them. I'll take them down to that church downtown." And he was like, "All right, cool." And then he met me. He gave me like my whole car is full again of stuff, and my work car is ninety five percent full of stuff. Nice. And you know. Um, there's, you know, this beds and dresses and all this and dresses that people pe- that my friends want me to get rid of for them, and so I mean, I'm gonna do it. And you know, like we're getting away a couple of things of furniture, and uh, Tony's friend, well, our, our friend Ross, uh, hit up Tony yesterday, and his son wants to give donate daughter. Some, oh, sorry, his daughter wants to donate some uh, of her toys, so you know, I'm uh, next week on Wednesday. I think or Thursday, he,
1: I think he uh, took in the pride staff cause he could, he has to work next week or something.
3: Oh, okay. So I'll just, yeah. yeah. As soon as I find out there's a, there's a, there's a couple of different charities in town that do that kind of short, you know, uh, assistance for people that have stable living where we can take those kind of things to donate to them. I just have to find out the name. Someone was going to look up some names for me. Um, But, like, yeah, like, this furniture and stuff like that that people want to give us, like, we could take it to those places and those places would donate it to the people that need it instead of it going to Goodwill where they're – and not saying that Goodwill is bad or anything, but, like, where they resell it, you know, and stuff like that. But this is going to the person 100% for free. Mm-hmm. So, like, kids' toys, you know, kids' clothing. Right. And all that kind of stuff. But, like, because I don't know – if St. Mary's deals with kids stuff, because when I asked the guy about toys and stuff like that, he's like, "I'm gonna take it to a Catholic, uh, Catholic something." He said, "Catholic mm-hmm. charity," and they, they they are the ones that usually deal with stable living but low income or stuff like that. So,
2: yeah, nice.
3: Yup. What about you? Your turn.
2: I think the this in the same lines of community outpouring that I've I've seen in Portland. Um, definitely, I mean, I've contributed to the Portland Rescue Mission quite a bit this year. Um, also, like, just the the things that people are doing in the local like social media network, for example. Um, I joined. I I opted into like this um, raffle, and it was by like a person in the vegan community and the money went towards like helping, you know, small, small dive vegan spots in Portland, try to like keep their doors open. Um, But they, they ran it as like a raffle. So people, you know, the amount of money that you, you contributed determined like what kind of prize you would get. Um, And also just people donating money just for with no, no incentive, you know, I mean, I think that Portland for the most part has been pretty much shut down. I mean, right now you can't even have, you know, inside diners. It Everything has to be outside. And oh, excuse me. the, the, the way that these business owners have like gotten so innovative to figure out ways to keep their doors open as far as like, you know, putting outdoor heated tents because you know, in Portland it rains a lot. So you can't really have outdoor seating in the winter fall, fall springtime because it's going to rain, but they've built these, you know, thankfully the city has, um, allowed for temporary street permits. So they've blocked off certain streets around restaurants so they can have outdoor seating so that they can attempt to keep their businesses open. Um, and a lot of, um, certain areas, if there's a certain number of, you know, restaurants or bars, they'll block off like a certain part of the street so that they can, you know, kind of get beers to go and, but hang out outside. Um, and I hope that that kind of continues after all of this, you know, um, my friend the other day was saying like, you know, Portland needs a, needs like a built street we don't have a Bill street or a bourbon street you know where you have a strip really? of no yeah um you know like he's like portland needs that like there's plenty of little neighborhood pockets here like mississippi street for example would be a good one there's a lot of boutiques on there but it's a lot of bars and restaurants and like that would be a street if they just close it down to pedestrians only um that could be you know a good money maker and a good attraction for the city um, so yeah and I think too the 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 online fitness community has really stepped up to help local studios stay open because right now we can't go to gyms or studios so um, a lot of studios are offering discounted online subscriptions for people um, some gyms are doing like you know a month of free online, classes for people, which is awesome. People can opt in to these online classes for free and they're live. Um, But the amount of people that are continuing to pay their monthly membership while doing their workouts from home, I think is huge. Um, I think people don't want to see businesses close because if your business closes, you're going to your city's not going to be what it was before. You know, it's not going to be something that you enjoy. Um, And that's why a lot of people live in, in inner cities is to reap the benefits of, you know, small businesses that they enjoy, whether it's restaurants, boutiques, salons, fitness centers, whatever. Um, but I guess yeah. More specifically, I was trying to to pull from you guys, <laughs> like what you've any you know what you've learned about yourself um, through this. I feel like for me, for me personally, it's been like a really a really big year to like sit and I've gained a lot of perspective and um, self awareness. It's taught me patience and how to like slow down. Um, right. Also, how to recognize loneliness, which I had never experienced before. Um, My productivity has increased. My organization has increased. Um, And to have just more empathy for people outside of my circle. 2020, the year of betterment. We'll just call it that instead of the year of chilly-
3: pepper butt plugs (laughs) (laughs) so you never told us do you have a resolution
2: um i don't necessarily have um i don't ever really set resolutions at the beginning of the year um i have constant intentions that i work on um i always try to work on being more present um i I i definitely need to be better about meditating more i don't do that enough um, I've recently started doing breath work through this, um, breath work app, which I hope to maintain. Um, and I have like some projects I want to do coming up, um, like restaining some furniture and stuff, but no, my, my goals, whenever they come to me, I just take them on in that moment.
3: I got you. Are you going to try to resell that furniture? Cause I heard that's really a lot of people do that now
2: yeah i don't know the two pieces i have i really like i just want to i want to restain them is all mm-hmm. mm, i sell clothes online um so like that use panties no it's oh. not that kind of kinky shit
1: it's only fans is popping you could make I've some heard. money if i had a pussy money. if i had a pussy i'd be on OnlyFans. you
2: don't need you don't need a pussy to be on
1: uh-uh. No, he ever. doesn't want to jerk off a dude. Guys are not going to be, our women are not going to be as thirsty as guys are.
2: I think you'd be surprised.
1: Uh-uh.
2: There's some freak-a-leaks out there might be into it. No, 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 no. Hey.
1: I saw this girl Made like $30,000. You, you, know you, you
2: know if you don't try.
1: I know. But you've never tried. I tried you to pimp tried. her out, and it didn't get any traction.
2: But have you tried to pimp yourself out?
1: No, my penis isn't big enough for that.
2: Hey, some girls don't like them big. <laughs> I can't understand why they like that.
1: But okay. <laughs> Speaking of penises, what happened with your um, male suitor?
3: Oh, yeah, the masseuse. No, he's not a masseuse. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I thought.
1: A physical therapist, right?
3: Oh, whatever. Yeah. He's touching her. Same thing. <laughs>
2: Uh, yeah, we hung out, and um, yeah, it was it was good. Um, got to know each other a little better. We've been texting a little bit, but nothing major. It's just real. It's real weird. It's real weird considering, like, he's my provider, and it's real weird because it's fucking COVID. Mm. COVID times. So,
3: Is y'all sext? No. Is that a thing? Do people still do that? You do that?
2: I'm sure people do. I do. I do. With who? What's her name?
3: Uh, his name is Tony Martin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway. I've seen I've sent some videos. to My friend, um, <laughs> she'll she'll be named nameless today. Okay, um, that's it. Just her.
1: Are you com- jerking off to completion these videos?
3: I have. I haven't made a new one in a long time, but the ones I have made, two of them I did, and then one of them or a bunch of them. I didn't. I mean, bunch. Like, yeah. And then she got mad that I didn't finish. So then I had to do it again. And then I told her I'd be back within an hour and I'll send it to her.
2: This is like a, this is someone you met online or just someone you know?
3: This is somebody that I've been with in the past. Okay. Thanks to my sh- my sugar daddy over here. You he hooked it up. Do
2: I know this person?
3: Uh uh-uh. She doesn't live here,
1: she lives in France.
3: Oh. Remember where kids said, were just that Oh it's Canada like, Yeah, yeah like,
1: <laughs> Where does your girlfriend live? My girlfriend lives in Canada
2: I got a you question guys, for you guys You guys just sexed each other?
3: I mean she doesn't live here She lives okay. in DC
2: Alright Neither one of you can just get ass in real life? And what? Or do you just like each other that much? Do you like this girl? Maybe you should date her
3: Oh, Tony, cut at one minute at one hour and thirty-two minutes. Cut that part out.
2: Why? Oh, you don't want her to hear.
1: Does she still know. listen to the podcast? I think she probably does. Listen so how you're gonna berate her, probably. I don't even think about her. Mm. Hey, you, I don't think about you. There. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh no, I'm not trying to do. I oh, don't no you
2: long... have your number.
1: I'm not trying.
3: Yeah, I'm not trying to do no long distance. Oh, that goes with that song in the beginning. I don't
1: have your number.
2: Yeah, that's a I... duh. My
1: bad. Um, what's your question, Tony? Do you think Urkel jerked off to Laura
2: in real life, or no? Oh,
1: like the like, like the character Urkel. Oh, yeah, of course he did. Is that something Is you've ever thought about, jerked... like the TV characters jerking off? off? I don't like
2: like the thing about Urkel jerking off. What about Stefan? He's innocent.
1: Stefan jerking off to who? Stefan.
2: Stefan was boning Laura.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But Urkel ended up marrying her. Urkel won and then.
2: Hey, you know why? Because Urkel is the fucking ducky.
1: That's right. See? So you're saying the ducky won.
3: In that situation, Mm -hmm. I would think so, right? He got her finally after everyone's been through her. (laughs) It's horrible.
1: Uh, Yeah, I was thinking about that earlier. I was like, yeah, he probably was jerking off his little fucking basement room.
3: My favorite was that little car he made. Remember that car? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think it was the best, man.
2: I liked when Carl used to get angry and he'd go... Three,
3: two, one, one, two, three. What the heck is bothering me? I do
1: remember that. Did I do that? Man, that show, <laughs> that show
3: was just. Remember TGI so Friday? T- TGI, TGI Friday. Friday. Um, it was. Yeah. It was and that step by step. Step by step. Um, Roseanne. Roseanne. Oh, I, y'all and lost me on that. What's Roseanne. the one? Um, Roseanne. Roseanne. The the Russian guy and in... Balky. Balky. But what's the TV show's name? Step Brothers? Um, Not Step Brothers, but...
2: Coach? No.
3: no. Oh, Coach was a great show.
2: Coach is a good show. Um
1: I can't think of what it's called now. H- home What's Improvement the was good.
2: The show? What's the premise of the show? Remember
3: one of the brothers lives in America and then his brother comes from like Russia or something like that and doesn't speak much English. His name is Balky.
2: I don't know that. I don't know if I know that one. Perfect Strangers. There it is. I don't know if I know that
1: one. That was a good one. What was the other show? My Two Dads. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. I love that one.
1: And then Full House. Full
3: House.
2: Oh, yeah. Did
1: you, Michelle, did you
3: watch uh, Fuller, Fuller House?
2: The newer one? Yeah. I think I watched like the first two episodes and I was like, this is lame.
3: Yeah. Did you see that in it's me, not they, the same.
2: Yeah. They if redid. They had, they had to have had the Olsen twins in it.
1: That would have be been legit. If we'll they did, better. what was the show? Did y'all say sorry with the family, the blended family, step Rock? by step? Oh, was that step by step? Oh, yeah. Okay, with Cody, the guy who lived in the yeah. van. Yeah, yeah, Code Man. Yeah,
2: Code Man. Yeah. What about um, Home Improvement? Oh, oh yeah, Home Improvement was a good one. JTT.
1: Oh yeah. Um,
2: Raúl, you posted a a meme that was like, if you. If you had a crush on dudes with this haircut, it's time to get what? What did it
3: say? <laughs> <laughs> it's time to get the eye cream out. Yeah, <laughs> it was the butt cut or something. Not the butt cut, but like it was I, the
2: JTT. The, yeah,
3: man, that and That's that like was the
2: skater cut with the undercut.
3: Yeah, dude, uh, so old now. I could not even tell you a new TV show's name right now.
2: Um, What about Cheers? The best. I went a couple years ago. I went back and watched Cheers from beginning to end. It 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 holds up.
3: Well, remember, like in the first season when Sam, I just remember this because I watched it while we were in Tampa last year. When Sam's uh, one of his teammates came out as gay in his book, but Sam never read the book. And he was trying to tell Sam that he was gay, and Sam was like, "What?" And then, and he was all good. And that was like what eighty four when that happened, or something of like that. So mm-hmm. like it was so ahead of its time, kind of thing. Hmm.
2: Yeah, people should have been paying more attention, maybe. But
3: how sad was it? I mean, I cried. I know that for a fact. How sad was it when Will Smith, uh, when Will Smith's character got rejected by his dad in Fresh Prince? Remember he was supposed to go on the road trip with him on in the truck?
1: Oh yeah. And then he
3: told him he told him, Oh, I'm not gonna take you, I'll be back. And then Oh yeah. And then he's like and he's talking to Uncle Phil and then he breaks down to Uncle Phil and he's like, Why doesn't he want me, man? And then Uncle Phil hugs him and, you know,
1: they're both crying and I start crying and
2: Yeah, and Uncle Phil's usually-
1: You cried? Yeah. When's the last time you cried?
3: Honestly, I don't know.
1: I mean, is that the last time you cried, or have you cried since then? See, how old was that? If you could Google how,
3: how when that episode came out, I could tell you.
1: I'm assuming it's early 90s.
3: You say that I cried at Nick's wedding, which I do not recall. I'm not saying I didn't, <laughs> because I possibly could have. I'm just saying I don't remember crying at Nick's wedding.
2: Tony, do you cry?
1: I've cried twice in the last oh shit 10 years yeah last 10 years before that i hadn't cried since like maybe i was like a teenager and that was like out of frustration crying like these only i've only cried out sadness twice once when i saw jerry in the hospital eubank and i went to go see him in the hospital when he first had his brain tumor and then i cried when my roommate passed away yeah so that was around the same time so Jerry found out, I think, two thousand eleven, and then my roommate passed away in two thousand twelve. So yeah, mm-hmm. those were the only times I've cried since. But I don't think there's anything wrong with crying if it's for, you know, but you know it's legitimate to, reason. You, know, you don't want nobody crying for no reason though, right? Well, I mean, like people that just cry just to get like fake cries or for bullshit reasons. To me, just yeah, I I don't get that.
2: that still do that, huh? Yeah. You know people that still do that?
1: Not that I know personally.
2: Like that cry to get attention?
1: I knew a girl that used to do that. She would fake cry.
2: Ugh. Fake crying's the worst. Toddlers do that.
1: And I was like, why are you doing that? And she's like, ah, just to get what I want. And I'm like.
2: Because my dad doesn't love me. <laughs> I'm
1: like, that's fucking, you suck. <laughs> you fucking suck. Michelle, what is your uh, two truths and a lie?
3: oh okay we're gonna play now do you guys have them too no I didn't know we were doing a podcast I didn't even know what this two truths and a lie thing is
1: if you listen you have- to the podcast we talked about this oh wait wait wait, wait. I do know what this yeah. is I do know what this is it's
3: yeah but do you have do you have
2: yours ready
1: no what is the premise you tell two you truths tell
2: two truths and a lie
1: and a lie we gotta guess which one's the lie oh I- I'll sit out this round I have to think of mine
2: okay Tony do you have yours
1: I can come up with something.
2: Okay. Okay, so I'll go. Yeah. Okay, so I lost my virginity when I was eighteen years old. I used to do beauty pageants. I used to be in competitive dancing.
3: Hmm. So now we say which one's the the true the liars? Yeah, we gotta figure out which one's the liar of those.
2: What's the lie?
3: Competitive dancing, lost virginity eighteen, and what was the
2: beauty pageants.
1: I'm going to say you were in beauty pageants. So okay. that's not a lie. Yeah. I'm going to say you... Uh, I'm going to say the virginity thing's a lie, too.
3: No, I'm going to say that's no, true. No, that's true. I'm sorry, that's true. That's true. true. I'm
1: going to say that dancing's a lie.
3: Okay. You're wrong. Damn. She lost the virginity later, probably. <laughs>
2: I lost it earlier. Oh, <laughs> fuck. <fine. Yeah.
1: Fine. laughs> I was gonna give you some credit. Women. My
2: my virginity story is
1: really shameful. <laughs> Can't be any worse than crystals. <laughs> oh, got, bitch got pregnant <laughs> the first, first time, time she, she had, had sex. sex. Oh, this is a
0: friend. Wasn't dress? it both? Yeah, just,
1: the, she's on the pot She did the podcast. Wasn't it? Didn't the first his his first
3: time too? I don't think it was his Uh-oh. first time.
1: No.
0: I.
2: So you so did
1: competitive like, dancing.
2: Yeah, when I was in uh, middle school, um I danced for Mivis Elite.
1: Oh really? That's yeah. interesting. Yeah.
2: Palm, palm You know gas.
1: she told me like she had tried out for like the real world or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, mm-hmm. I, I I thought that would have been a lie. Wow. <laughs> I was like, you should have saved that one. I thought that would be it. <laughs> I think I have listened to this podcast. You
2: should listen to I mean to all
1: you of should them. listen to all of them, man. No, I think you don't think you did because I asked him, he said, I wasn't on that one, so why would I listen to no, it? No, no. I have
3: listened to this one because this is Montgomery's Moments 3.0, right? That, yeah. that Not this one, but that what we're doing, but that's the one that you guys are
1: talking no, about. No, that was four.
3: Was it four 4.0?
1: Was, yeah. I Because 3.0 was before I went out of town. Oh, okay.
2: Oh, that's right.
3: That's right. All right, Tony, you go two lies. I mean, two truths and a lie.
1: They have to be about myself, or can I just tell? No, they
3: have to be about yourself, no, man. Yeah, they have to be. About oh,
1: you. I thought it was something. To, okay, let me. Think. I'm a good person. That's a lie. <laughs> the end. Uh, let's see here. Let me think. Three things about myself. Okay, I got a. Okay. I have some for y'all. Let's go. My mom. And my sister hit me because I got stung by a bee. I kicked my neighbor in the balls because he ripped a poster. I've broken my arm.
3: Ooh. All right. The truth is you've broken your arm. Uh, and two of the other two are lies. No, it's two
2: truths and a lie. One lie.
3: Oh the the lie of that is you kicked some kid in the balls.
1: All right, Montgomery.
2: Um I think I'm gonna say the kick the kid in the balls thing too, only because you hesitated on deciding what he did to make you kick him in the balls.
3: Way to analyze <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: you're both wrong i've never broken an ah. arm
3: ah. <laughs> that
2: would have been my next one because raul said it was such conviction i thought he knew that you had broken an arm uh-uh. shit
1: knock on shit. wood
2: did not listen
1: yeah this kid uh i bought this like it was like a f-16 poster for my dad through like school and my neighbor he went to see it and he ripped it and I got mad and kicked him in the balls. What
3: are you, a woman? <laughs> no, no, no.
1: <laughs> and then my mom and my sister started hitting me. I started crying because I got stung by, they, we had like this rose bush. We had these stairs go down to the driveway. And I got stung by the, the bee or wasp, whatever the fuck. I'm assuming it's a bee because of roses. And I was like screaming. And they just both started hitting me. And I'm like, why the fuck are y'all hitting me? And This is not making my screaming go away. Like were I'm in pain. To
0: kill
1: the bee? No, they were hitting me because I was they said I was acting crazy cuz I was crying about being stung oh, by a bee. They were spanking you. Man, <laughs> I bet you were just a little pussy ass <laughs> kid, man.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: that's not the word I wanted to use,
3: you, but that's the word you, I went with. Did you
2: guys get spankings as kids?
3: Oh. Oh, dude, hang on, my turn, my turn. I got beat. Yeah. <laughs> I All don't right, know what a spanking is. My, my yeah, turn, my turn. turn.
2: Hey, what did you get hit with? Let's talk about Maria. Right, hang on, with. my turn. Um. you to lie. Yeah. Okay.
3: I used to be a tutor. My mom beat me up so bad one day, I didn't have to go to school with a shoe.
2: (laughs) The last one's definitely a (laughs) (laughs)
0: lot.
3: All right, damn it. You guys will win.
2: You can't start it if you don't have them
3: ready to go. I had it ready, then I fucking stumbled. So, yeah. so look, I used the to be such truth Yeah, I used to be such a bad kid that my mom she used to start hitting, hurting her hand when she used to hit me, right? And she used to beat me. Then she started grabbing like uh, we used to call him villain. A villain is like a, a rolling pin, right? So like we roll our dough and stuff, but it's called villain yeah. in Indian. And the she wooden had ones, huh? yeah Did they hit you with the wooden, yeah,
2: Jesus Christ,
3: so she had an assortment of them, and I was like, that's all, that's it. That's it. And then she' would get a bigger one and a bigger one. and then when then when those started breaking on me because I was a fat little kid, when <laughs> those started breaking on me, she started she just hit me with a shoe, and then one time she busted my lip <laughs> with the shoe and I didn't have to go to school for two days. I milked the fuck yes. out of it. I was nice. like, see, I was like, ah manipulative. Ah, Ah, I'm gonna tell everybody you beat me. And uh, like my lip was all fucked up right here. And she felt bad. And then she's like holding me. She's like, why do you make me beat you up so much all the time? True. It's,
2: man... Yeah, my mom used to use wooden spoons until she uh, broke one over my sister's ass and it scared her so bad. <laughs> and then she started using uh, the flask water, and that motherfucker hurts so bad. She'd chase us around the house and like swat the back of our calves. Mm. Oh my god, it stings so bad. My mom always spanked us. Our my dad never spanked us. My dad
3: never spanked me either.
2: Yeah, it was just the. I think it's a mom thing.
3: My dad was like. <laughs> So back in the day, I was supposed to be shipped off to military school. Like, literally.
2: Wait, hey, where do you think your life would be now if you went to military school?
3: Man, I don't know. I would probably be, like, in the military. <laughs> but, like. No. You don't think so? Nah. Uh, I think
1: you'd be a deviant.
3: But, like, so, like, they it was all set up. My uncle. Got this military person to come into my, my apartment where we lived. And they uh, were supposed to take me away. And, I mean, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go. Fuck all y'all. That's what I was saying all day for, like, How weeks. How old were you? I was, like, 14 or something like that. I was like, is fuck that like,
2: it. Um, is that, like, the uh, scared straight stuff?
3: Yeah, pretty much. And I was like, fuck it. I'm, I'm ready to go. And then when I saw the people, I was like, mommy. <laughs> Mommy, <laughs> don't make me go. Sam's like, go. Well,
2: you and mean like the recruiters?
3: Yeah, whoever it was. And like, I was like, Ma. I started crying. And I started crying a lot. There's a lot of crying going on for somebody that says they never cry. And I started, I started crying <laughs> a lot. So much. I started crying so much. My mom was like, You're not going to take my son. And that was the end of it. And then my mom grabbed me and we walked away. And we were back in the house. And I told those people, Fuck you. And we went in the house, and then my mom was me for saying "fuck you" to them. But that. I did, and like two days later, she's like beating me because you know I did something wrong. And I was like, "I should have sent you to military school." I was like, "You should have, shouldn't you?" <laughs> <laughs> and I guess, oh man, I, I was a terrible child. And then my brothers used to you? beat me up too. You're a terrible adult. My how brothers just beat siblings, me up
2: And how many siblings do you have
3: i got two older brothers two
2: older brothers they were, yeah, their maybe. job
3: was their job was to tutor me to like help me in school school and stuff like that right mm-hmm. and I would always like start rapping when I was reading as like the 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 in the like you' reading like that and my brother used to hit me and
2: that was Dude, the- me and my me. Me, me and my sister. were def- we're six years apart, and we definitely fought. I used to like throw magazines at her, and then like run into my bedroom and lock the door so she couldn't get to me. But she was the best because, like, when we were real young, she was like she was like my protector. Like, if our parents were fighting, she would like it distract me, so like I wouldn't know what was happening. She also she taught me how to make my Barbies have sex. and and, and she also she taught me how to um not be scared of people and if you are scared never let them know that you're scared and she taught me how to fight (laughs) Hmm. she's the best
1: it's good skill yeah because
3: i'm telling you right now if people know that you're scared of them it's over with that's what my
2: sister told me because i remember there was this there was this bully on the on the school bus when i was in middle school and this girl was in high school and we rode the same bus and she was like a big old, big old girl. And she, for whatever reason, did not like me. And I don't know why I was like, I, I, I'm in middle school. This girl's in high school. She hated me. Must have been my blonde hair. I'm not entirely sure. But she hated me. And like one day she gets off the bus and follows me like up to my cove. And I'm terrified. I'm like this. I'm this little girl in seventh grade in this big old Bertha girl is about to beat the shit out of me. And my sister drives by at the end of the cove. And I'm like, I literally, I'm like waving my arms. I'm like, stop, stop. And she keeps, she just waves at me and keeps going. (laughs) And the, my, my neighbor friend, Steve Allen, if he's listening, what's up? He like pretty much helped like talk this girl out of kicking my ass. Well, then my sister gets home and I'm like, why didn't you stop the car? This girl was about this big girl was about to beat me up. She was like, do you know what house she lives in? And I was like, I do. She was like, get in the car. So me, my sister and my dad get into the car and drive like two blocks down. And my sister goes and bangs on this girl's door. And she was like, you see that little girl in the car? She was like, if you ever fuck with her again, I'm going to come over here and personally whoop your ass myself. You don't pick on little kids. Do you hear me? (laughs) Like, then my sister gets in the car. She was like, I'm going to teach you the number one rule. Don't ever let anyone know that you're scared of them. No matter how scared you are, pretend like you're not. Mm. And they'll back down. And that that served me well the rest of my life.
1: (laughs) Yeah, usually people that talk about fighting don't want to fight always hit me first no you hit me (laughs) it's just like Mm -hmm. if you're gonna hit somebody you're gonna hit them
2: Roald, do you remember that time you had to kick me out of the highland queue
3: um no honestly i don't remind (laughs) me about it
2: um so my boyfriend at the time hit there was this girl there that was like flirting with him or whatever And of course I didn't like that. And so we ended up getting to a fight and like the girl, I remember the girl started pulling my hair and I was like, I was saying very not nice things to her. And I was like, you know, you're, I'm going to say the nice version of what I said to her. I was like, you know, you're a sissy for pulling my hair. Why don't you fight like a real woman can? And we kind of scuffled for a while. And then like, we got pulled apart and you came over to me. You were like, look, you can't stay here tonight. You can come back next week, but tonight you got to (laughs) go. I was like, I was like, I was probably like 18 at that time. (laughs) Legal, Just just not old enough at all. But you were like, look, you can come back, but tonight you got to (laughs) go. I was like, okay, fine.
3: That's what I mean. (laughs) I used to tell people that I was like, you know, you you come here a lot. You're cool. Just leave. And then most people just leave and then. I don't know. But then you always have some people that would just want to test everybody. And I don't know. I'll never forget when our buddy that um, we were talking about earlier, we're going to use his stage name. Um, they were in, they all come into the Highland queue. You know, everyone's hanging out, everyone's having a good time. And something happens with his best friend. And next thing you know, I mean, all these people are like, well, there's a fight, there's a fight. I walk over there, and he's just literally on top of this guy, pummeling him, right? Like, pretty much every, every fight he's been in, pretty much. And I grab him up, I was like, hey, man, stop, leave. And he, the cops are always right there, and they were coming because for other reasons, probably. And they leave, and then I get off, and we go to Double do, uh, Liquid Lounge party. And then he says, they, they start fighting again, the same guy, and he's getting beat up again by our friend.
1: I'm like, <laughs> God damn, man. You
3: got two ass beatings with the same person in one night. Oh, like, God. Jesus.
2: Why wouldn't he go home?
3: I don't know. Do you guys
2: remember when, when said friend lived... Um, why aren't
1: America. y'all saying his name? <laughs> like, what's the secret? <laughs> I
2: don't know. Oh, you Role, cut it out,
1: right? I did not cut it out. Oh. I told you I did not cut it out.
2: Well, w- kept continuing with the stage name. Do you oh. guys remember? I, well, I don't, I, I don't call him what you guys call him. I call him
3: Eubank. I call him Eubank.
2: I call him Chris. Mm. So oh, Okay. When he, when he lived with Nick at the Highland house, and he was he was wearing the bikini top, in the hot tub, and me and him got in that wrestling match when he was in his bikini top.
3: I have that picture of him in the bikini top in the I hot think tub. I
2: do too. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. Then I have a
3: picture of him plunging a toilet like in his house, and he's like, "Man, I swear to God, you post that, our friendship is over." So every every now and then, when he pops up in my phone somehow, I always send to him, "Never forget where you started." <laughs> <laughs> And he never he never responds to why it, but you.
0: Be, why would he be
2: embarrassed by it?
3: I don't know. It's it's him. You know, <laughs> I, 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 I Everybody can't.
2: has to plunge a toilet every now and again.
3: Uh, and he's like, "You." Be, so that's what I did. I made a I made a side by side of the pl- the the bikini top photo and the plunging, <laughs> to, and I sent it to him. I'll find it on my phone and I'll send it to like, you guys. I
2: think he also told me when he was like. Cause I had photos of that. I like my first ever digital camera. And he was like, if you post that, I will never speak to you again. I was like, yeah, you will.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's a funny photo.
2: (laughs) And he's got his, um, his platinum blonde ponytail hair. Yep.
3: Got a guy. What else you guys want to talk about?
2: Well, Rolly, you've made it awkward now. So, I mean, I do have more quotes we want to go through. Those, sure, Tony.
1: Yeah, give us two. <laughs>
2: don't be.
3: So that's a don't no. So... Let's yeah. go and wrap. Wrap. No, no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding, <laughs> well, I'm kidding. That's a
2: wrap. We're done here, everybody.
0: Um,
3: what is okay. that noise?
1: I don't know. My phone's solid. Was that a video playing from your phone? But it won't play if
3: my phone's on solid though. The, the music won't come out.
2: Are you are you social medias right now while we're doing this podcast?
3: I, I had to look at something. <laughs> what you have to look the at? This was
1: on Snapchat.
3: <laughs> I was talking to Erica.
1: About what? Tay Tay?
3: Huh? I was like, I don't know what we're talking about. doesn't matter. I'm sorry, Michelle. Go with your. Uh,
0: why are you
2: Why are you Instagramming and st- or Snapchatting and stuff while you're doing while you're busy
3: doing something?
1: Oh, I can't. He's focus. trying to bang one out before the end of the year. Yeah, I can't focus
3: on one thing. Oh,
2: you're trying to get laid right now. <laughs> sure. I'm
1: just kidding. Nah, I wish.
3: Tony wanna open uh, up.
2: Erica, Erica, help him out, honey.
3: Yeah, girl.
2: <laughs> um. Paint your world in hues of happiness. The canvas is prime. The palette is clear. You get to choose the colors to create your vision. It's an anonymous
3: quote. So, like your life is an like empty canvas. You get to do whatever you want.
0: Yeah,
2: you, you, you get well, to choose.
3: Not, you get to choose to do what you want.
2: Sure, it doesn't have to even be your entire life. But if you want to, for those that do New Year's resolutions or just want to set goals coming up doesn't have to be on the new year you get to choose
1: oh, excuse me say it one what more time your Vision looks like
2: paint your world in hues of happiness the canvas is primed and the palette is clear you get to choose your colors to create your vision
1: mm, i like that
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah you, you do get to set your own path like i think a lot of people just think that whatever happened to them is is the way it's going to be. Like, instead of like, no, I think I want to do this now. I want to choose this way to live my life. I want to try new things.
2: Do you mean like people living based on the cards they were dealt?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, if something shitty happened to them, they just think that's just it. Or if they're around people that are always not trying to do things they don't want to do things because they just think that's how their life is going to be yeah you know and that's sad that some people get stuck in that mold they never break free it's like that thing i sent you yesterday the erickson yeah Yeah. um you know like if you're around people that build you up you're probably going to keep going but then if you have all these outside forces outside like your parents and your family, you know, your friends or whatever and they're making you feel bad about yourself, you could yeah. just think you can't break through that ceiling.
3: Well, do you think those fr- those kind of friends keep you down
1: because they're down? Usually, yeah, it's usually like, you know people's like, ref- people are projecting a reflection of themselves on others. Like if you well, have a lot of like if you have a lot of negative energy, You're going to put that on other people. You're going to want, you want, what do they say? Misery loves company. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They, it's like they say energy vampires. Well,
2: people that have that, well, I think that people that have that mentality, it's hard for them to. It's hard for them to imagine feeling any other way. And so that can be self-absorbing and they can think, well, if I feel this way, I, I can get this other person to feel that way, too. And then we can just commiserate together. And then I'm not
1: alone. Well, I know like when Nathan Edwards on here, he was saying that like he didn't realize how he was being like he didn't realize he was being negative and depressed and all this other stuff. So I, I wonder if that's a lot of people. Like I don't, I don't know if people that are being negative actually know they're being negative.
2: I don't, I don't think so. It's you have to have a self, a self realization. You have to be self aware, and you know, if you're so consumed in the way that your thought process is, is the right way, you're not going to realize that you're negative. Yeah, and that you have. That you're you're sending out negative energy until someone may call you out on it, and even then, you still might not.
1: Yeah, because I remember he was like, "What the fuck are you talking about? Like I'm doing everything right." And then I don't know what what the switch was, but there was a switch, and then you know he realized his ways were not right.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And that did that happen? Did that happen solely on his own, or did someone? do or say something to help him.
1: I think, I think he started hanging out with people that have been in the same situation as him. Cause I think a lot of his stuff comes from being in the military. Yeah. I don't want to speak for him, but just from what I gather, I think he kind of touched on it, but he started hanging out with that. What's that guy named? Jeremiah. Oh, um, Jeremiah Patrick or whatever. Patrick.
3: Yeah. United States, uh, is a seal. Yeah. Navy seal.
1: Uh, sniper. He hung out with that guy, and I think and that, that guy was a
2: part of like what helped him change his thought process.
1: Yeah, because he started hanging out with people that were going so, through the same thing.
3: So there's I, a big, okay. there's a big thing. Uh, John John Wilco, right? Jocko Jocko, and um he wrote this book called oh, Come on Extreme Measures,
1: right? Something like that. Use your phone, man.
3: Um. And I I read the book at the beginning of last year or the beginning of this year.
1: Uh
2: What 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 was the book about?
1: Jock. Jocko. Isn't it Jocko Willink? Mm-hmm. The book is a I think-
2: Joe Rogan talks about him a lot. Yeah,
1: he's been on his podcast a couple of times.
2: He says he needs to run. Is that the guy that he says should run for president?
1: Maybe. I know that every single morning he like shows his watch on his Instagram, and it's like four four thirty when he's
3: like he's up doing some kind of physical exercise.
2: Yeah. So he's got that. To to what's
3: that cup I have?
1: Uh, get after
3: it. Yeah, it's called extreme ownership. It's um, how he led his troops in. The, in overseas, it's the tactics he used there, and he brought it down to civilian life. A, into the that's into cool. this book, and it's one of the best. Like it's a, a really good book. It's great. Yeah, it's um, and so this guy and Jeremiah Patrick, um, and there's a group of like ten or fifteen of them, and that's that's this is all they do. They're speakers and they do demonstrations across the world and. Nathan Patrick, I mean, Nathan Edwards is friends with uh, Jeremiah Patrick, and that's. I'm pretty sure that's what Tony was saying. He linked up with these other guys that all share the same I, I, P, PSTT, whatever, you know, PSTD. PSD? Yeah. And I think they all have, like, some of the same issues, so they're going to talk about it together, and this is what it's really about. And – that's that's how it all started, and now it now it's super super big. Um, Jocko has like energy drink with these, with these different guys, you know. Like it's, it's it's amazing how much has come out of this.
2: What's this energy drink called?
3: Uh, I forget.
2: Is it a popular one?
3: It's called. Um, Jocko, Jocko Go Drink, and it's different and, flavors.
2: And this guy is affiliated with Nathan Edwards' meal program thing. No. Workout meal program, no.
3: No. Um, Jeremiah Patrick might be, you know, they might be friends like on that stuff too, but I don't think Jocko has anything to do with that. No,
1: it's only people that are that is um, Nathan Edwards, Daniel... Daniel Sullivan. And his wife, right? Yeah. Chandra. Chandra. Chandra, Chandra, Yeah. Chandra Chandra. Sullivan.
3: But the Jocko Energy Drink is, um, you know, obviously it's veteran owned. And, but I believe they give a lot of money to like helping veterans that are struggling with all kinds like, you know, especially with mental issues. Because that's, I think that's, I think that's how most of them end up taking their lives is because they can't get, You know, peace is what they're always looking for when they come back home and stuff like that. So, well,
2: yeah, our veterans definitely don't get the help that they need when they come back.
3: No, because you like say like you're an 18 year old kid and you go out there and you kill a bunch of people, right? Whether they're good or bad or whatever. Who that's we're not. I'm not talking about that. I'm saying, but like, hopefully, you're not
1: killing good people.
3: Well, sometimes you do, right? No,
1: but I'm just saying, like, they're not just killing for. Oh,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that. That's what was the Blackwater thing was, Tony. Um, some of the Blackwater, the private label, the private but people. But that's not the military. Right. That's but, un-
1: completely different in what you're talking about.
3: I know, but they are hired by the military to help the military. But like when these guys are like 18, 19 years old, being shipped out overseas or wherever they're getting shipped out and they have to go into actual war and shoot and stuff like that, and bombs going off nonstop and they come back home and they just mm-hmm. can't transition back, That's where the that's where they get failed, I believe, by the government because – you know, there there's v, there's people that need help at the VA that are veterans that wait for like 2 years before they even get any kind of regular treat any kind of treatment. Yeah. And why why are you signing up to for I think what is the minimum like 4 years or something like that? Why are you giving whatever it is? Why are you giving up that much of your life to where the rest of your life might be fucked up with no help? Right? Yeah, it's it's skewed. But that goes that goes across
2: to anyone with Mental issues. I mean, that's another reason why, you know, we talked about earlier homelessness. The reason why a lot of, you know, mentally Excuse ill people me. are homeless is because we don't have facilities for them. We don't have the resources for them to to be able to be in a healthy environment and be taken care of. And we don't have enough resources for our veterans that come home to be taken care of.
3: Yeah. But we have the money, right? So why are they not spending the money on this kind of stuff? I I just and feel we like could
2: they go on for days about how our government decides to spend the money. Yeah, you're right.
3: <laughs> because the war the war budget We're seeing military, them argue, over, yeah. we're seeing
2: them argue over $600 per individual right now. It's insane.
3: Right. Like yes. yeah. But like the military budget is like a trillion dollars now or something like that a year. It keeps on going up every year I mean who are we, I mean it's like that I read this meme who are we fighting the decepticons you know like I mean like who who are we fighting that we need that so much money like because well, I guess it goes into is
2: you know, the the military industrial complex yeah or just money money for so like increased taxes for example you know in Portland or not in Portland but in Oregon um well I guess yeah I think it is Multnomah County, but they, you know, on the ballot this year was to increase property taxes to help with, um, figuring out solutions for the homeless community. Cause it is so, so rampant here, but it's like, yeah, but you guys have been increasing property taxes every election to help with the homeless community, but we're not seeing anything happening. So where's the money going? Yeah. Same thing for the military. Like, where is the money going? Why are we not having funding for the military that incorporates um, post war rehabilitation, post war counseling, PTSD counseling? Like, why are, why, why is that money not being, why are funds not being taken into account for that?
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't
3: it's crazy that it's
1: not I think the general population is realizing what small pockets of the population have realized for a long time that most people in power do not give a fuck about them
2: I think they're still getting
1: a paycheck yeah I think that's one of the things opening people's eyes to 2020 has been that you know you're supposed to pay your taxes, abide by the laws, be a model citizen, and everything's supposed to be all right. But when the shit hits the fan, they're like, "Oh, you should have X amount of money saved up. You should be able to take care of yourself." But they don't do the same things for big corporations or special interest groups or, you know, their cronies or whatever you want to call it. So
2: most Americans cannot save money because they live a paycheck to paycheck lifestyle.
3: Yeah. If you're telling, me, I was just talking about that earlier. Like, you know, I read somewhere or, or I saw something on online. It was from like a financial something. If they said something about, if you have like $200 in your bank account and your savings that you have more than like 80% is it, of, I think, is it $500? It's, it's some, it's it's something really low, right? Yeah. That if you the have low amount, yeah. yeah. if you have a this yeah. some x amount, you're up. You're about doing better than eighty percent of Americans. Well, my,
1: my thing is, is like, how do you go from giving people twelve hundred dollars to now you want to give them six hundred dollars? And how everybody do you, I, was like, "Hey, let's give them two thousand dollars," and they're like, "No, no, no, no. <laughs> let's stick with six.
3: But how did it go down from
1: yeah, twelve hundred to It should have been at least consistent. What you already gave people before. Right. That's yeah. Because it's not like I forgot about that Things are getting better. You know, it's like
2: it's it's hard to, it's hard to find the the logical reasoning of why these people in power make their decisions, and unfortunately, government is so convoluted that half of. Most of us can't comprehend it in its entirety Mm -hmm. and we never will. And so we get to a point to where we give up and we succumb and just be like, well, that's it. That's what we're doing. And there was something I'd posted maybe like a couple weeks ago that it was like, are you radicalized yet? Your government has done this and this and they haven't done this and this. Like, are you radicalized yet? you know, yeah, but it's like, we just kind of be like, well, I mean, if they give us something great, we'll take it. We just kind of succumb. And I'm not saying that there needs to be like this mass, you know, this mass hysteria of, of people like us to just like take over and and terrorize stuff. But I don't know what the solution is. I don't know what the answer is. I feel like, most politicians i think that i think that they all go into it with really good intentions of wanting to change things and wanting to make things better and then i think at some point they all become corrupted by the business aspect of it the game that they have to play and the money that they make because here's the thing is while all of these cities have shut down cities and businesses are our governors are our mayors not getting a paycheck either doubt it pretty sure they're probably still getting paid
1: yeah because they're considered essential
2: yeah while these small business owners have had to shut their doors and have you know businesses that have been open for decades are having to shut their doors yet the people in charge are like, well, sorry, we've got to do this because we're in a pandemic, but we're gonna still take home a paycheck because tax dollars pay for it. Yeah, it's bullshit.
1: Yeah, it's sad when um, Dave Portnoy and Guy Fieri are doing more for small businesses than our government are. Right. You know.
2: It also makes me wonder. I don't know. I I just feel like if I were in a a, a person of wealthy means, whether that's, some um, Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos or Bill Gates, um, whoever, like, I feel like I would pull those people that do have a ton of money like me and say, Hey, like our government is obviously not helping working families. Let us help working families. Let us donate money, you know, cause we could each donate a tiny fraction of the money that we have to help. economy because at the end of the day if our economy if the economy doesn't thrive from everyday people the people at the top are not going to survive either
1: no because they got fake money
2: yeah but let's make that fake money work
1: like the whole concept of not wanting to add to the national debt is just bullshit
2: that's a farce it's all fucking farce so just print more money
1: yeah, I mean, if your people are struggling and you care about your people, you should try to do whatever you possibly can yeah, to help them like out.
2: Money.
1: <laughs> like, treat them like you want to treat your family members. Because we're essentially all one. That's why it's called the United States, you know? So,
2: it's called America. <laughs> Miracle.
1: <America. laughs> Fuck yeah! But I don't know. I, I especially like this whole Mitch McConnell and his grandstanding. I don't, I don't get it. Like, I don't know. But like, he just he barely got voted back in, and he pulls some shit that he's doing right now to these people.
3: Well, that's the thing. I believe that all these people that are in in control of this stuff, and they're probably just going to win again. Well, I think he's got another six years. Oh, and unless six, he it's, dies it's, six years?
1: Yeah, I believe it's six years for Congress. Oh.
2: Has Mitch McConnell gotten COVID yet?
1: <laughs> he had the <laughs> black, he had a black hand. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> that I mean, how old is the
3: guy? He's old, right? He's like 80 plus, right? Because uh, isn't that Nancy Pelosi like 83?
1: Yeah, I think she's pretty old.
3: I don't think she's that old. Yeah, oh, I think she, she is, is, girl. 83?
1: Something like that, yeah.
3: No way.
1: Mitch McConnell's 78. Might as well consider him dead. Nancy Pelosi. She, oh yeah. Nancy Pelosi is 80. See, wow, the, really? what did I say, 80 she'll be 80? 81 next year. Damn. March 26th. Dang.
2: Well, hey, bitch be looking good for 80. Well,
1: that's just like Fauci. Fauci's 80. He doesn't look 80. See, I would never have thought Fauci was 80 until you told me he was 80. You know, fucking Mike Pence is like sixty. That's it. Yeah,
2: Mike Pence always looks like he smells a fart. <laughs> Mike Pence,
3: would you be crazy? if Mike Pence like just runs for like president, like in for, next time, like in twenty four. I don't 24? think he has a
1: personality. That gonna happen. Yeah, he wouldn't win. Hello,
3: my name is Mike Pence. He's
2: too quiet. Apparently, what um, has he
3: done as a vice president? Usually, you hear
1: about vice president things or anything. COVID. No,
2: he's a COVID, uh, no, <laughs> he's a COVID heard- guy. My, my friend told me that she read this, um, it wasn't a book, but it was like a small article that, um, Trump actually sent Melania out to do interviews for potential vice presidents. And she came back and told Trump, like, Pence is your man because he doesn't want to be the, he doesn't want to be in the spotlight. He's your perfect cheerleader. Because he's quiet and, you know, he's sissy and he'll do whatever you need him to do. And look at him, that's what he is. Because Trump doesn't want a vice president. Trump wouldn't want a vice president that's going to try to outshine him.
1: Yeah, he wouldn't want a um, Cheney. Oh, yeah, for sure. No. Did y'all ever watch that
3: movie?
2: Yeah, he'd end up shooting him by mistake. Mistake.
1: Yeah, it was a good quotes. movie. You're talking about the one, the Chaney movie? or Halliburton? Yeah. No, it was the called Chaney, right? With uh, Val Vice Kilmer? Movie? Not Val Kilmer, but... um, Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Are
2: you talking about the Vice movie?
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, I think
1: that's it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, it's a really good movie.
2: Yeah. I watched... Um, what were w- you saying when we were talking? Me?
1: Yeah, you were saying something and... In- we were talking about something else.
2: I don't know. But you were—I I think it
1: was about Trump and Mike Pence. Yeah, he didn't want somebody to be outshine him. And then we no, mentioned well, Cheney. Melani- you were still saying, "Oh, that's what?" What were you saying about Melania?
2: Yeah. So apparently, Melania, like Trump, sent Melania out to interview. I don't know how accurate this is. This was information from a friend of like an article that she read that Trump sent Melania out to do interviews for vice for the vice presidents. Mm -hmm. And she pretty much was like, Mike Pence is the guy that you want because he's not trying to be in the spotlight. He's going to be the person that's going to like put you up on the pedestal, Mm. you know, like he doesn't want to be the the showman. And that's what Trump needs because Trump wants to be the showman because his ego is so big. Yeah. You know, and she was like, Here, take this guy, Pence, because he, he's totally fine with being in the shadows.
1: So Trump needs to do some DMT or mushrooms to kill his ego.
2: Do you think it would work?
1: Probably not. Probably. We're trying to get Raoul to do it. Do Have uh, you
2: guys ever seen uh Little Nicky? A yeah. long really? time ago okay so i watched it for the first time in a long time a couple weeks ago and um part of hitler you know hitler's in hell yeah and little Nikki's dad is is satan and part of hitler's punishment is he gets pineapple shoved up his butt <laughs> that's what i picture trump ha- that's what i picture trump happening to trump is mm. he getting pineapple shoved up his butt
3: that fucking guy <laughs>
2: Hot pineapples,
1: spicy ones. Oh, yeah. Then you can tell if it's sweet or spicy. Well, you're going to find that out, right?
2: Yeah, that's Raul's objective for the next <laughs> one. <laughs> oh,
3: you
1: God. can't
2: forget, Raul.
3: What was the question?
1: You got to find out why did your butthole not sense sweet, but it's... Sense is spicy. Maybe it's because it, uh, something on the the, the pepper and the, obviously something with the pepper around <laughs> <your
0: scent>.
3: his. <laughs> I mean, that
1: was why? a dumb thing to say. You're dumb.
2: Why can it? Why can it sense sweet or salty?
3: Oh, now I want to salt vinegar chips.
2: Only spicy. God. Oh man. Do you have those in your home? No. Do you have a convenience store close by?
1: I think everything's closed. Now that's an Exxon right there. It's 11 something. Oh. Uh, damn.
2: What are you guys going to do At your countdown? Are you going to make out?
1: You
3: know it. I mean, this is He's looking at you like you were dumb, by the way. Like, that's the dumbest thing you've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Tony like,
0: did?
2: I can't see his face. I can only see his shoulder, so I'm I I'm fucking, know.
3: like... Mixing my white claws because there's probably not anymore. I think I drink them all. <laughs>
2: <laughs> are you are you shit tanked right now,
3: Roll? No, nah, not at all. Not even close. Maybe like ten more of these. That'd be good.
1: Be in my car. Yeah, Truly. Nah, it's gonna be hot though. It's hot. It, how's it gonna be hot? Is it hot outside there? No, what? I don't know what he's talking about. It's been rainy. Yeah, I'm
2: like, I'm not going to the car. Ugh. Go to the car. Don't be scared. He
1: it's was just hilarious. talking about the store, but he won't go to his fucking car, which is literally right out front. No, I'm good. Feels like Tony, 38 right now.
2: Tony, you could go to the car for him.
1: No.
3: <laughs> That'd be a nice thing to do for me for once. Oh, God. Yeah. You too. You know what? <laughs> you, you notice the, the pattern here? Yeah, people feel sorry for you. No. They just see how terrible you are. <laughs>
2: They're like,
1: oh my god! I just,
2: I just played on that. I I just played on that because I knew that Tony was going to be like, "See, everybody babies him. They do. Hang tight.
1: Pacify.
3: It is what it is, dog. It is what it is.
2: What if? What if you guys made a New Year's resolution to each other?
1: Yeah, he needs to be a better person. <clears throat>
2: But like, to each other.
1: Yeah, to me, he needs to be a better person to me.
2: <laughs> okay, but what if he says, well, "Oh, get off your phone, man." I was looking at something.
1: Are you no, living you're... vicariously through people downtown? No, you're I was actually. Ins-
2: are you, oh, are you jelly because people are are out and about and you're not?
1: I was actually doing something else.
2: Do you have FOMO?
1: What does that mean? Fear of missing out. Fear
2: of missing out. Oh
3: no. If I have a ever seen out, I'd be I'd be somewhere else right now.
2: Oh, where would you be?
3: Maybe like eight years ago, probably FOMO, 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 but not right now. Excuse me.
2: Well, last year on New Year's we went out, and now look at us.
3: I uh, know, right?
0: Fucking. Mm-hmm.
2: We went where did we went to Alchemy. Well, I saw you guys at Alchemy. And then I don't think I saw you guys again for the rest of the night.
1: We saw you at Blind Bear, then you Blind left us. Bear. You did That's leave right.
3: us. I do remember that. Yeah. What year was it that we saw her we at uh, Moxie? Was that that nice was year? last year. Oh, okay.
1: That was the day before.
3: Ah. Oh, at the,
2: at the hotel. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, we saw each other at Moxie. And then, yeah, we went to Alchemy. Blind Bear. Me and Abby went to where did we go after we left Blind Bear? We went to um
1: Bardog, didn't you? Or is that where you went with Perry?
3: Bardog does not but, seem like Abby's spot.
2: Well we well I think we went I think if I'm thinking of the right place, I think we went to oh, Bardog and Perry was there, but it, it was horrible.
1: I hate that place.
2: It was horrible. It was horrible i told abby i said why are we here can we please leave so you know where we went we ended up going to alfred's there was no one there and we had a blast
1: Mm. we just danced
2: that's and that was new
1: year's eve there was nobody out
2: i mean there was a few people there at at alfred's but nobody we knew except for kara was working the bar oh really yeah but I mean, there was, there was, it was dead in there, but me and Abby had a blast the rest of the night. We just danced. Mm. It was fun. But yeah, that bar dog place was bullshit. Yeah. I don't,
1: I'm not a fan.
2: It's very, it was very, very, very crowded.
1: It's very far away from everything too.
2: I think it's the place I'm, it's on Bill street, right? Um, It's down by where like newbies used to be.
1: No, no, no. bar dog is like by the university of Memphis law school. Close by the river.
2: No, um, that's not where we went. You
1: went to Tin Uh, Roof, maybe, or? Maybe. Tin Roof is down there, and also uh, Jerry Lee's, which used to be Pat O'Brien's.
2: No, not it wasn't, oh, Pat O'Brien's. It must have been Tin Roof. It must have been Tin Roof.
1: Used to be. uh... Hard Rock? Yes, yeah.
2: No, because we didn't go into that entrance. It was right next to the old Hard Rock, or is that all the same? It's all the same. Okay.
1: They call so that the where, the live side or the green room or something like that. Okay,
2: that's where we went. We went to the we went to the one that's closest to the pool hall.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, that's the green room.
2: It, it was horrible. Was
1: it's really horrible? young.
2: It's well, not only that, the bar, the way it's set up, like you, all you do is like you have to sit up against the wall, mm-hmm. or you have to be on the dance floor. You don't have a yeah,
1: choice. yeah. Yeah.
2: And I remember being there and Abby was like, I'm going to go put our coats at the pool hall next door because I know the people that work there. I was like, can we just leave? Like, this is (laughs) awful. And she's like, no, it's fine. So like I waited for like I waited for for probably about 30 minutes for her to go put our jackets up. And then when she came back, I was like, Abby, we are leaving.
1: Were you by yourself the whole time waiting?
2: Well, I saw like I, no because like Perry was there, and then like I saw um, I saw Ben Sharf, and so like mm. him and I chatted for a minute. But other than I think Perry and Ben, and then Perry's friends that I met through him, I didn't really know anybody else in there. Yeah. Um, you know, I haven't I haven't lived in Memphis for a while, so I don't know everyone. So
1: you've been <laughs> gone ten years.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: I remember the last time I saw you here. Um, we were out. We were out for my friend Tracy's birthday, and we actually went to Alfred's because I think you were like dressed up like a yeah, like some black stuff on your lips, like a skull type thing or something.
2: Was it? Ho- oh, Halloween. Hmm. Yeah. Before I moved. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I I actually moved to Portland on like no, I think it was like November. Wanna say like thirteenth? Because Chris and them played a show at uh newbies that night and I flew out that next morning.
1: Mm. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was 2010. What
1: the fuck are you doing?
2: He's over there Instagram and stuff.
3: Happy, Happy New Year. New Year. Year. Cheers. Cheers! Put
2: your glasses up here or your cans. Cheers!
3: Cheers! Kinkling,
2: It's only ten here, but I'll I'll be in bed soon after this. <sighs>
3: man, the new year is upon us.
2: Hey, do you feel like it's a whole new you in twenty twenty one? I sure do. How do you feel? Tell me, tell me about how you feel. Tell me your feelings.
3: Mm, man, it feels just like it was two minutes ago. <laughs>
2: Well, that's not what I wanted you to tell me. You're um, like you can have some kind of enlightenment, like the whole world had changed.
3: Well, no, like you know, everybody <laughs> is um planning for a betterment, like you just said, and for 2021. So I want to start 2021 on a good note, positive note. Okay. Um, I'm not sure if those are gunshots or fireworks outside, <laughs> but um. <laughs>
2: I hear lots of fireworks outside. Yeah.
3: Uh, you know, that's the game everyone's playing right now on, on Facebook. Cover. Gunshots are... Um,
2: I don't have Facebook anymore.
3: I don't remember you having Facebook, honestly.
2: Oh, that's because you didn't care to follow me, so fuck mm. you. How
0: <laughs> uh,
3: about that? But no, like, uh, so yeah, you know, everyone's everyone was waiting for this for, for 12 a.m. and it's here now, so... Attack it like you want.
2: Yeah, but.
1: I think we should just be glad we're alive right now. Right. That's
2: very true. I mean, nothing's going to drastically change in the sense of our society or political stance of where things are. But we can change our mindset and how we move forward, you know, of of trying to, to change things. As everyday people,
1: well, are you going to um, have your sexual awakening in twenty twenty one?
3: Yes, one hundred percent for sure. Is that the way when we answer that? Not just yes, yeah, 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 Okay, got you. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm putting all your bitches on notice. Um, now's the time to get on the on the
1: ship. Get on the rah rah trainer. Get left behind. That's right. Get on board or get left behind.
2: So, what happens if you don't get on board?
1: You can be left behind.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs>
2: yeah, but what does that entail?
1: So, um, you're just not going to actively pursue women that are not showing you the same interest. If they're not
3: interested, okay. I have enough friends. I don't need another friend.
1: Well, I think his thing is he's had a lot of like unrequited love situations where, like, he was, like, we said earlier, the ducky. And he just doesn't want to be the ducky. Like there's nothing wrong with being friends with a girl. But I don't think you should keep hanging out with a girl or pursuing a girl that's definitely just not showing you the same interest. Like there's too many people in this world to waste your time mm-hmm. trying to win somebody over who's not interested in you.
2: Right. Well, I think it. Um, have you guys ever seen whether well, it's based on a book, but there was the I didn't read the book. Maybe I did read the book when I was younger. Either way, there was a movie that was like, he's just not that into you. It's kind of the same concept. Have you ever seen that movie?
3: Um, No, I don't think so.
2: So it's just like, it was based on a book, and it's like a a book for women. to Like, here are the signs that let you know that he's just not that into you, so Mm -hmm. you shouldn't waste your time. So it's kind of the same thing. Like, don't continue to pursue something that is not giving you the same the same thing back. Yeah. You know that from the beginning, but a lot of people will chase something in the hopes that something is going to transpire or that person's going to just miraculously decide, oh yeah, now I like this person.
1: Well, you know well, it's I'm into this person. It's sad that sometimes people like people when they're not pursuing them
3: Mm -hmm. mm-hmm oh why is he not why is he not pursuing me anymore and then boom all of a
1: sudden right yeah
2: wanting what you can't have yeah that's the thrill of the chase
1: so it's like i don't think you should for punishment yeah i don't think you should want somebody that doesn't want to put the same effort in that you're putting in oh sure but a lot of people do that though
2: it's because we're all glutton gluttons for punishment
1: I think it's just you need to love yourself a little bit more.
2: Sure. Yeah.
1: You know. Again, easier said than done for some
2: people, though. You know, sometimes it takes something, something bigger and something grand to make them come to that realization.
1: I'm waiting on Raúl to get his heart broken.
2: Have you? You've never had your heart broken, Raúl?
3: No, not yet oh god when it Lucky happens
1: it's gonna be so beautiful
2: Lucky you no it's gonna be are you taking a photo i think
1: mm-hmm. he's doing a selfie oh
2: oh it's cheesing hard
1: <laughs> but yeah i think i think that's what he needs he needs his heart broken
2: <laughs> no having yes. a heart broken is the worst it's the worst. It builds character no, it, it I mean, makes it do- you, yes, it does. But it man, it's the worst.
1: You can either let something break you or build you.
2: Yeah, but it does not feel good? You know, like yeah, but it, I to, mean, nobody wants to feel that. It's shit. But
1: me. I'm saying, like, somebody like this fucking piece of shit, he He's needs beautiful. that.
2: Look at him. He Look needs that. You,
1: Thank you. He needs that Appreciate because that. then he'll be able to empathize it, uh, with life, people, life, life, or sympathize with people.
3: I'm I sympathize
1: with people. No. I do. No. Uh, you
2: think that you think that because he hasn't had his heart broken that, that hinders him from um, sympathizing or empathizing with people?
1: When it comes to that kind of stuff, when people are dealing with that,
2: going through their own heartbreak. Yeah. Okay, I see. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you could be right because he hasn't personally experienced it, so he doesn't know how debilitating it could be.
1: Like when we had April Jones on here, April Jones' son um, had to have his leg, amp- bottom part of his leg, amputated. Yeah. And she was telling us about how, like, you know, he has nerve pain and stuff like that, and it's like, I just assume once you lost your leg, that was it. Yeah, me too. I didn't phantom know. phantom pain. Yeah. yeah, see, I didn't know that it was. I didn't know that was a thing. Like, I was like, yeah. what? And so, mm-hmm. like, you know, he's got to worry about one side being too strong. Of you know, like sometimes he'll try to do too much on that. Like when I guess when he has his prosthetic on or what have you. Yeah. But it's just that whole mentality of not realizing what somebody else is going through and not understanding it and that's the whole thing i'm talking about like with relationships like like they say you don't really know what what love songs mean until you go through certain things you see what i'm saying like this song means more the lyrics mean more once you've experienced that
2: when was your first heartbreak tony
1: Uh,
3: true heartbreak Oh, yeah. The time Raúl left me on Peel Street, <laughs> he picked that bitch over me. I felt my heart was shattered. I would
1: say, maybe hoes over bros. Two thousand, two right.
0: thousand <laughs> four, okay,
1: two thousand five. Around then,
2: this was someone that you were with for a while, or
1: yeah, I hung out with them for a minute, and then I was kind of living with them too, and she started like seeing somebody else on the side. And I remember like I was sitting at her house and I found out and then I was like, got upset. And I was like, why am I going to get upset about this? Like I shouldn't let this person like get to me to the point where I'm like going to cry or something like that. You know, like not that it didn't bother me, but I'm not, I shouldn't allow them to have that kind of emotional control over me for their actions so yeah that was the first time because it's usually the people you don't expect yeah you know what i'm saying like it's usually the person you think oh this person's sweet they're never gonna do this i saw something the other day it's like i'd rather have somebody cheat on me within the first three months than like five years in and then i gotta explain to everybody you know what is the reason why i'm sad <laughs> you know it's all yeah. the nonsense you know but, yeah, totally. it generally is the people you least expect like like that happened again to me. maybe it was like two thousand fifteen two thousand sixteen. I was hanging out with somebody, and it was the same kind of scenario, and that one I really did care a lot about that person, but um yeah it's 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 definitely something that until you've experienced it, you cannot really comment on somebody else's shit, yeah you know
2: Yeah, well cuz I think obviously heartbreak happens in in many different ways for a lot of people but I think the feeling is the same when you're genuinely heartbroken. That feeling for most people is it's pretty comparable, you know. Yeah. Everyone knows what it's like to have their heart broken if it's
1: <sighs> happened to them before. But I think definitely my whole mentality when somebody does something to me, I'm not going to allow them to defeat me. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to try to use that fuel to make me do something else in a positive way to, you know, to boost myself up. Cause like they say, it may be petty, but like the best revenge is success. Yeah. So to never let them completely just, destroy you you know you could be wounded but don't let it be a mortal blow you know like right. a final blow so that's the way i look at situations like that i always i always try to find some way to use it as a lesson you know to better myself or to do something better with that instead of just wallowing all the time and mm-hmm. just letting it defeat me
2: yeah the way I like to look at it, what I tell myself the times I've like gone through heartbreak is, like, am I going to care about this specific scenario five years from today? No, I'm yeah. not. I'm going to get over it. So why am I going to waste my energy being upset about it now mm-hmm. or for however long it takes when I know that five years from now or less, I'm not going to care. Because it's going to be a moment in my life that's passed me by. And at the time I cared, but retrospectively, I I don't, you know.
1: Yeah. It's like they say, time heals all wounds.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So there's not saying that you still won't have some moments where you think about those people or. Yeah. You still have some type of resentment. But as long as you're not letting it consume you. Right. I think you're doing well.
2: Well, and you. And I think that says a lot. Learn a lesson from it. Yeah, Learn something, and it helps you to grow.
1: Yeah, I think that says more about you if you do care about somebody that did you wrong than the person that did you wrong, Mm -hmm. because that just shows you have some type of you have a heart. Yeah. You know. Yep. But yeah, I'm waiting for this bitch to get his heart broken. Ladies, step right up. (laughs) (laughs) Twenty twenty-one. God.
2: Oh yeah, let's start. Let's do like um. Can we like do some kind of like social media Instagram thing where it's like, ladies, like put your name <laughs> into the pot, and let's see what we get.
1: Do you know any females for him in Portland? I'll I'll fly him out.
2: Most most of my female friends in Portland are in relationships.
1: Mm. It's his so, job to keep them. It's my job to
3: take them. <laughs> so, remember that.
1: <laughs> oh god!
2: Yeah, so probably not. Not Portland's probably not a good place to scope out. But I mean, we could just you know, put the feelers out there and like if anybody is interested in Raul. Well, the hard part is is because you don't have video on the podcast yet, people don't see him. So many oh. women want women want to see him
1: first. It should be about his personality. Shut that sure. shit up! That's what women always say. Oh, I'm not into looks. But, you know, it doesn't hurt to look good. Every
2: Everybody's into looks to some extent. Thank
1: you. So At what is that point. saying about Raul, then? Why don't you have anybody? Um, I choose to be single. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God.
2: Well, maybe that's smart right now in COVID times.
1: We'll post a picture of him on your fucking Instagram.
2: Okay. And say, so do I have any takers?
1: Yeah. Do a poll.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Get a good but, picture for her to post because the yeah, way, the way you look right now Raul. is not going to cut it.
2: Yeah, Roll, you got to send me a photo. It has to be a recent one.
1: Will you tell him to cut his hair, please, and to cut this fucking well, shitty-ass I, beard? I
2: can't see the back of his hair. Oh, it's so. not good. I bought him a fucking shaver. Turn around. Turn around, Roll. Spin around. <laughs> You look like Old Man River. Yeah, it's fu- okay. So, what does he need to do? So, you don't want him he needs to, to become Jewish and
1: get a yarmulke, I guess.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> you could, you could, you could pull off the Jewish man. No, vibe. the
1: I mean, he, him having uh, a beard is not the problem. He needs just be more kept.
2: Okay, you want it to be more trimmed and clean. Yeah. Okay. Hey, send so her, send you, her
1: your best picture. Are you trying to dress me? Man? But Tony, Tony, hmm?
2: time out. You want him to have that.
1: Does I'm telling you that. what people have told me. Thank
2: does Rule want that, though? Does I like the way that?
1: my beard looks. <sighs> Michelle. Sometimes. I like to
2: call you Rule because you Rule. Thank so you. So does he... Rule, do you <laughs> want that? Do you want to have... Are you happy with your haircut and your beard?
3: Yeah, I like it.
1: But clearly... Okay. I just don't understand why would you put so much effort in trying to better yourself and then... The the part of you that you show to everybody, you're not putting your best foot forward. Sure. Like, I mean, he just looks unkept. Um, I wouldn't say it's completely unkept.
2: I mean, he look he
1: hey, he's holding on a to a dream that's not there anymore.
2: Yeah, but are, hey, are you at least putting the soaps on that mop? Do the soaps make you smell better? He I
1: guarantee <laughs> He hasn't used those soaps one time. I have yeah, on your mother's yeah. life. What soap? <laughs> <laughs> <Iris Radio. laughs> uh, I get him I like to tell the truth.
2: I like how that's the one thing he can't lie on. You're like you on your mom's life.
1: I sent him this meme earlier. It was like your this kid chose like the Grim Reaper with this guy, and he's like, "Yeah, your daughter <laughs> said she only fucked four guys." Like on her dad's life. I guess we gotta <laughs> talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh man!
2: So you haven't used the soaps yet?
1: No. I haven't.
2: Hey, the soaps might be the lady getter, man.
1: I have um Are you looking for a picture of yourself to send to her? I'm actually making a post related hey, to the podcast posting? about you needing a woman?
2: get a picture of my face on there?
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> what did you post? There's
2: I can't see it. Hang on. It's too glary.
3: There's your photo.
2: Yeah, I can't see it. It's too small and blurry. That's what she said. That your dick is too small.
0: And
1: <laughs> you, you kind of I'm set sorry. yourself up for that one, man. I mm.
2: am sorry. <laughs> Tough break.
1: Yeah, so he's gonna get a picture of him in his heyday this year. Or last year? Yeah, you
2: can't send me like a. You, yeah, if you want me to post something, I mean, I, I, I don't have a ton of Instagram followers, so
1: yeah, all it takes I don't is one.
2: I don't know how good it's going to do, but I mean, if you're going to send a photo, it's got to be a recent photo.
1: Yeah, for sure. Actually, Isn't I'll like, find I'll find a picture I took of him of this from this summer, since his transition, and then. You can post it, and then um, possibly do a story and a post.
2: Okay, all right.
1: You post on your Snappy Chat too.
2: I don't do Snappy Chat a whole lot.
1: Like when I'm out of town, I'll usually snap a bunch of shit. But yeah, throughout just when I'm just at home or whatever, no, I don't. Some people do it every day, like and they're talking a bunch of snaps. Yeah. I'm good on that. Um, (laughs) what was your last uh, quote? Because we got derailed.
2: Yeah, we did. We did get derailed. Um,
1: I got to figure out how this is going to work.
2: As we advance in life, it becomes more and more difficult. But in fighting the differences, the inmost strength of the heart is developed. It's Vincent Van Gogh. I'll read it again. As we advance in life, it becomes more and more difficult, but in fighting the difficulties, the inmost strength of the heart is developed.
1: As we advance in life, say that last part again, or that part again.
2: I'll read the whole thing again. As we advance in life, it becomes more and more difficult, but in fighting the difficulties, the inmost strength of the heart is developed.
1: So So, when things happen, you develop like character.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think the more difficulties that you have, the stronger, the stronger it makes you the, that builds your character that determines how you're going to react to situations that could happen after that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we all have a decision to make whenever we have trying times. And that can either build you or break you. And I think for the majority of people, I like to think that it, it builds them and makes them better people and makes them learn how to handle situations better in the future. Well,
1: um, I guess that's kind of like what I was talking about, like heartbreak. Yeah. You know how you can use it to build you up, propel you, or you can let it bear you. Mm-hmm. Like, there's this thing I saw one time. It said... Um, some people were like, oh, they'll never find somebody better than me, blah, blah, blah. You know, I was the best thing that ever happened to them.
3: Yeah. But then it's
1: just like, no, they weren't right for you. Or they're just a yeah. shitty person or whatever. You know, yeah. like... Like, you can't just hang your hat on one person or one situation. You have to just... Just take it as it is and be like, that's kind of just, that's just life. You know, that's just a shitty hand that was dealt, you know, when you met that person. And then also they say too, it's like, you can either use it as an example and be like, okay, this is what I'm not going to put up with anymore. Like you've shown me what I don't want to deal with anymore. When it comes to like a person doing you wrong or what have you. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think that we all just need to, like you said, like what that quote was saying, like just take these things that, you know, and build our character into a more, you know.
2: what I think it's also just forward remo- moving way. Yeah, well, it's just remembering that and keeping in mind that when you have hurdles that you're going to hit in your life because those are going to those are going to keep coming no matter what. Like they're inevitable. You're going life is not peachy. It's never going to be. There're going to be things that come in your way. There're speed bumps or hurdles and those are the things that define you. Um while the the positive epiphanies or, you know, the positive experiences that you have in your life can define you too. It's it's really the hardships that create who you are, because without the hardships, the the positive stuff wouldn't mean anything mm-hmm. because you wouldn't know how to be grateful for it.
1: Like they say, you got you got to have a cloudy days to appreciate the sun.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm.
2: And Raúl, You got to have. Heartbreak bitches and unwilling bitches to appreciate both.
1: (laughs) What you say, girl? Kind of have a little bit of sadness. Do have a lot of joy.
2: I like that you have a full on Internet girlfriend (laughs) that you do Internet sex with. (laughs) That's hilarious. Thanks, boo. You're welcome. (laughs) Hey. So
1: g- your goal for this year sexually is what?
3: Oh. I-, I don't know. Um,
1: are you afraid to say it? I don't know?
3: Uh, I'm not sure. Yet. I haven't thought about it. Have sex? Well, that's
1: that's the goal. That's the goal.
2: Tony, do you have a sexual goal for
0: 2021?
1: Uh, have sex with a woman. Uh, yeah, no more dudes. Uh, Only chicks. Say.
0: 2020 was a
1: a lot of dudes no I think uh, I don't know man I don't really have like like we talked about this on the you'll hear it on the one that's released today Mm -hmm. but you know like Kelly was asking me like because we start talking about the threesome thing and she was saying is that like a goal of mine it's like not a goal but it's not something I'm gonna turn down
0: Mm -hmm. you know Yeah,
1: I think it might be a lot of work you have to please both of them, like. What is that thing? I was like, why would I just want to disappoint two women? I can just disappoint <laughs> <Yes>. one. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! Oh god! Mm. I don't
2: know. Like I only need one voter in this <laughs> scenario, not two. I don't. I don't need two votes.
1: Two Everybody voters. that I know that's done it, they say the women are generally more into the, each other each than other. they are like, into the guy. You know.
2: I, yeah, I could probably see that.
1: Would you ever do it?
2: I don't know. I, I Girl, mean, girl guy. I, I never say never because I never know where my life's going to lead me. So I don't like to I don't like that put to put that hard, you know, finitive.
1: What would be more of an option for you? Two guys and you or two girl you and another girl and a guy?
2: Um I think it would depend. I think it would depend on what was taking place. I mean, to be perfectly honest, I have no desire to hook up with a female mm. um, at this current stage of my life. Um, I don't want to say that that would never happen down the road. Cause I never say never. I, yeah. don't, I don't know where I'll be five to 10 years from now.
1: Um, you might be on some fuck you men shit.
2: Yeah. Um I could. Or, you know, I don't, I don't know, like if it were two guys, I, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't, it's a lot of dick. Yeah, it's too much. Also, <laughs> They'll like, probably you know, like fight each other. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like sharing's not my thing. It's never really been my thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't, i like, it, yeah, it's a lot. Mm. Yeah. But again, never say never. I don't know. I mean, one day that may be something that I'm intrigued by and I've, I think that that's the mentality that people should have is like don't don't limit yourself on on what could happen or what you you could be interested in because interests change and that just goes to you know sometimes people that not all the time but sometimes people that get married right out of high school their marriages don't last because they change yeah and they change in different ways you know
1: do you watch porn.
2: Not really, no. Mm. I say not really, and I mean like no, I never do. I don't need to watch porn.
1: How do you masturbate without porn? Visualize imagination.
0: Oh,
3: so
2: I I use that lump that's three feet above my ass. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh man!
2: Nice no, I don't. I oh, only reason like, and I'm not. I'm not like against porn. Like I get why people watch it. It just I.
1: Do you think you would act, watch if it was the more
2: acting? Is the acting is so bad? It's hard to take serious. You know, like.
1: Do you think you would watch if it was like female porn, like directed by women? Because you know most I'm, porn is directed by men, so it's all like just insane fantasies I'm, that never happen in real life. Like porn stars, porn stars don't even fuck the way they fuck on camera that you do in real life probably
2: yeah i'm sure but i don't know i mean like i i would i haven't watched enough porn to have uh i haven't watched male directed porn and female directed porn so i don't i don't have much to compare to i mean like i've watched porn very never in like an intimate way it's always just been like oh it's there here it is you know but i just i don't know it It seems very falsified and fake. I'd rather, yeah, no.
1: Would it bother you if your partner watched porn when y'all aren't together?
2: No, I mean, I had partners that watched porn when I wasn't around. It's fine. I don't care. No, I mean, do what you got to do. I don't need that, though. You know, like, if you need that, that's fine. If you want to watch it while you masturbate, that's okay. I don't, but I don't need
1: that. Do you think that porn ruins some men? Like, do you think they have this idea of what you, they that, want you to do
2: I would say or look like? Prob- probably. I would say that porn probably ruins men, heterosexual men. I'm going to only speak heterosexual terms here because I can't speak on, on a homosexual basis. But I would say that porn probably ruins men the same way that excessive use of vibrators ruin women.
1: Mm. Dolls that you, clit.
2: Yeah. If you only use battery power, that's the only thing that's going to get you off. Yeah. Then you ruin any chance of, not any chance, but it makes it more difficult
1: to get to that next level with, yeah, with somebody the, that's with not a machine.
2: And, exactly. Or yeah, manufacturer. Not running on fucking Energizer.
1: Yeah. 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 Interesting. I
2: would say it's probably the same. So it's probably the equivalent
1: interesting do you have anything for her no
3: i just want to say thank you for coming on the podcast again and being <laughs> the third the third the third wheel third host <laughs> third host of the third wheel? no third host Tony, Tony's one. I'm two.
0: <laughs>
2: mm, I think I'm working my way to number two.
3: Yeah, fuck your little notepad and shit. I mean, what what the fuck, <laughs> man? I see that little notepad you gotta go. I come you organized. Sh- you shut the fuck up. No one's talking to you, Tony. Your little notepad. I'm gonna burn that thing if I ever see it. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, um, that's it. Uh, you, you,
2: Before you know, my name's gonna be on the bill, bro.
3: A secretary. <laughs> no. Nope. Uh. <laughs> any any advice for the new year for people? Michelle or Tony?
2: Yeah. Um, man, so much advice. Um, take a beat. Slow down. Appreciate where you're at. Um, and do things that serve you well.
3: I like that.
1: What is yours?
3: Mine is uh just be thankful for everything that you have because what you're bitching about right now other people wish they could have so when i had my store people used to tell me you know these were like older guys or people like that they used to tell me all the time if i had your hands i would cut my hands off and i never knew never knew what that meant until uh, like, a long, a of months, like a couple once like a couple years ago or like 2 years ago or something like that then i'm like oh so those guys were saying like if they had, if they were in my shoes, they, you know, they weren't, they weren't have any worries anymore. And yeah, I am bitching about little shit at my store and stuff like that. And these guys, you know, want to be where I'm at. So that's it. Just don't don't bitch. Just be thankful for
1: what you have. Mine is uh, the end. Good night. No. Live fast and eat ass.
3: <laughs> I love it. Oh yeah, um, ladies, that's on the train, get ready.
1: get ready for that.
2: So everyone, Tony's number is?
1: 901? 901. Uh, 901. Raul said that's his goal. His sexual goal is to eat ass. Eat that booty.
2: Have you ever eaten ass? No.
1: Him? He hasn't. What? And I asked him, I said, I said, do you really want to do it or just because everybody else is doing it? And he's like, I just want to do it because everybody else is doing no, it. No, I
3: never said that. I never said that. Listen to my fans. He's There's lying. There's
1: probably a recording of it somewhere. I can yeah. probably find my it. Fans, all, my fans, my fans, he's lying.
2: Well, first of all, only do it if the lady is into it.
3: Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Of course. It's yeah. A
2: question to ask. And if she's into it, do it. If she's not, then don't do it.
3: Right. Of course not.
1: Well, okay. How do you bring that up without sounding weird as fuck? Excuse me. You think I could eat your booty? <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: I mean, you could just, if you're, if you're in, if you're in the moment, you could just go for it. And hopefully if she is, you know, a woman of sound mind that has no problem stating what she's into, she's going to be like, nope, or she's not going to say anything at all. If she doesn't say anything at all, then you think you're in the clear.
1: Do you think she might say something because she feels possibly like she's not clean back there?
2: Well, if that's the case, she just should go and drag a rag.
1: <laughs> <laughs> don't you think everybody before you start getting intimate yes. with somebody should go yes. clean up with yep. the wet wipe that or fucking take a shower or something?
2: I don't know i have a i have a um i have a a um bidet hooked onto my toilet so
1: they're the best
2: yeah everywhere mm-hmm. over there where
1: in Africa they had those in all yeah, the hotels' they're great everything I have one here too
2: my my dad's mom um in her house she has a bid had a bidet in every bathroom
1: yeah, it's a uh, I don't know why America has not jumped on that train. they're kind of doing it with the tushy thing you know, I've been seeing a little bit of this stuff like on podcasts yeah. I listen to, but yeah, I mean pretty much everywhere. There, when I was in, when I was in Spain, not so much, So
2: much less toilet paper. Yeah.
1: And you, you, you like, and you get spray it down. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You get actually clean. You're not just smearing shit around all over your body.
1: And then you can do the double step. (laughs) So you can do bidet, wet Uh wipe, toilet paper.
3: Well, yeah. I mean, what are you planning on doing? You get so clean.
1: Do you? You clean it, you get clean and that's it. Like have you ever had itchy ass before? Yeah. <laughs> okay, then you're not that clean. I'm like,
0: oh I'm like <laughs> I'm driving
1: around
2: like ah, ah, ah. Yeah, if you're walking around itchy ass, roll good luck on getting anywhere to
0: eat.
1: <laughs> 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 oh God. No sorry bob. Well, that's all I have. That's all I have. Well, thank you for celebrating our new year. With us. With us. Yeah, happy new year. being a part of the podcast with us. It's been great.
2: Yeah, I appreciate you guys inviting me to do it. It's been really lovely.
1: I think we need to do more where we just get more of your female point of view. Okay. Without quotes. Mm
2: -hmm. Yep, I'm happy to do that.
1: Slowly, you know, working you into the fold.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You're soon, we're (laughs) going to need a treasurer (laughs) and a secretary.
1: What'd you say, Michelle?
2: I am not your goddamn secretary. <laughs> you will be. Never.
1: I'm kidding. Uh, uh,
3: nope.
1: You're going to be fucking, coffee. I'm
2: fucking, I'm the fucking president and you're the fucking treasurer. <laughs>
3: That's
1: fine. <laughs> and then hopefully you can do one in person.
2: Yeah, no, I, I do hope to come home soon. I just, you know. Just depends on how COVID things go. I mean, I think that um, as far as where I work, I'm like a, I think it's, I don't, I'm probably going to butcher this, but it's like a one fourth division of being on the, the vaccine list. And I'm, I'm totally going to get it. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. I'm
3: I'm getting it 100% yeah. too. Tony, you going to get it. And I have, a, I take vitamin D, C, zinc.
2: No, I do all that too. I mean, I I take my vitamins, but yeah, you know, it's just
3: work, extra layer I, I protection. Think,
1: I think I
2: work at well, I work at a medical facility.
1: So. Oh yeah, I think other people need it more than I do right now because I don't mm-hmm. really leave the house. So
2: sure, yeah, you're you're good to wait.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm not I mean, anti. Would, I'm not anti-vax.
2: I would imagine that the earliest I would be able to get a vaccine would probably be summer of 2021 would be because mm. I'm I'm administrative medical. I'm yeah. not a, I'm not a provider. So I don't think that I'll be getting it anytime soon but as, I think as soon as I can get it I'll probably get it.
3: Well, you're in Memphis. You have churches that have the vaccine and are giving it to normal people, not first responders, okay. not Yeah, Wilbur got well, it? I
2: guess yeah because each state gets to determine how they do it. Yeah, um
3: them. the churches like in, yeah. in between Midtown and downtown and Kevin Kevin posted this thing that he got it, and I was like, "Where'd you go?" I was like, oh, and he was like, "Oh, anybody can go and get it. You just go. They tell you, you want the vaccine. They give you a vaccine. They give you a card. You come back in three weeks, and you get the second shot." Yeah, I was like, "Damn."
2: Well, our all of ours, all of our like the what they're giving them to now are medical providers. Mm. So any medical provider of any sort. Predominantly at larger medical facilities, hospitals, and then nurses, and then people in um, nursing homes. I got you. Yeah.
3: Well, just be but, safe out there, Boo.
2: Huh?
3: Just be safe I, out there.
2: I'm always you safe. Know, I know. I, I wear my mask. I wash my hands. I don't lick doorknobs. I quit that a long time ago. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: oh, goodness. <laughs>
2: But yeah, Tony, we can totally do a podcast without
1: quotes. I'm not saying you don't have to do any, but like, just, you know, kind of just kind of like this was a little bit more free. Yeah. So I was talking about like
3: instead of just being quote driven. Yeah, yeah. Like just. Okay. What's the next one? What's contributing. The next one? Yeah. Because
1: I think yeah, you want, I think you want
2: honest female opinions. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, one of my friends when first started doing it, she's like, yeah, it's really bro ish.
2: It is a little broey. It can be at least.
1: And then um, I was like, "Well, that's when I started getting like Hanine and like Kaylee and some other girls on here." Yeah. So I think you know, as a man, you just don't know a lot. Like when you were telling me about the thing about the the prisons and the yeah tampons or whatever, I didn't fucking mm-hmm. know that. You know, so it's just like.
2: Yeah, that's awesome that you got that whole thing launched. You got people donating Diva Cups and stuff. That's great. That's a more sustainable way to help females, especially in the homeless or poverty community, because Diva Cups will last them a lot longer than tampons. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, that's, um, like I said, it's just hearing from somebody else and then just mm-hmm. putting it to use. You never know, like some guy listening to this will might think the same way. It might spark his brain, you know, so.
2: Hey, guy, my name is Michelle. I'm single.
1: (laughs) 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 She's into Internet sex.
2: No, I prefer the real thing. Real does not speak for me.
3: Mm, Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Happy New Year.
2: Yeah, man. Happy New Year, you guys. This was fun. I was. I really am glad that we get to spend our New Year's together.
3: I am too. Oh, I wish Tony
1: wasn't here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Anyways, uh, love Love you lots. Bye. Okay. Bye.